computer. All right, guys. We have a young, beautiful lady in the building today. Most girls I've booked on this podcast have bailed, have not come through, but Morgan has come through all the way in Mexico. She doesn't live there, but she's in Mexico, still on vacation and on able to help me out this podcast. So I do appreciate that. Take your hands and warm them together for Morgan May, everybody. Thank you for coming on the show, Morgan. We do appreciate the female opinion, but I, you caught my eye because you're on my For You page. And whenever I see a woman that is speaking her opinion on modern day feminism and stuff like that, and you're going to take a lot of heat. You're going to call the pick me, an internalized misogynist. No, yeah, exactly. Internalized misogyny. You're going to get a lot of hate from both sides, men and women. You know, I just get most of my hate from women, a little bit of men, but you take it on both sides and you still make content day in and day out. That means you have a thick skin. And I appreciate that because you have to have a thick skin when you're talking about this dynamic, this dating dynamic nowadays. So I appreciate you for coming on the show. But Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> of course. Yeah. So the thing I was going to ask you is what got you into making content on TikTok? Um, I mean, partially it was lockdown okay, and- sure. I was just on the app a lot and like wasting a lot of time just in like TikTok K-holes basically. Sure. Um, and as a marketer, I mean, I'm a marketer in my profession and my, in my day job, I know the value of building an audience and of social media. And I, I heard a lot of marketers talk about how much opportunity there was on TikTok to really grow just because the algorithm is so incredible. Um, yeah. So and I, I, I like the app a lot better than other apps like Instagram. It's very authentic. Like I'll, it's funny, like the, the TikToks that I make that I put more time and effort and I'm wearing makeup and I, the whole thing, they don't get as half as many views as when I have like greasy hair and a messy bun, just responding to a stitch. So sure. I really like that. I think it's like a good trend towards realness and authenticity. And, you know, I'm someone that has very strong opinions. I have very, um, diverse, you guess, I guess I could say life experience. So mm -hmm. I have things to talk about and being able to do that on a platform where people can hear me, um, is really compelling to me. So absolutely. So yeah. what made you want to go down this rabbit hole, the feminism and the women and men dynamic, because you easily could have been shaking your hips and doing the well, you easily could have oh been doing that, but no. you decided to talk about much more, you know, complex topics. What made you want to talk about that instead of going just a cute girl route? Cause you could have. So, and thank you. Um, but I, I have been down this rabbit hole of, you know, I'm going to call it red pill truth. I don't necessarily mean like the, the red pill movement, but like being red pilled, like understanding the truth of the, the world as it is today um, and seeing it through a different perspective than maybe the mainstream has. Mm -hmm. I, I've been down that rabbit hole for a few years now, maybe nice. like two or two or so years mm -hmm. um, and experimenting in that, like I'm actively dating. So it's something that not only am I learning about online, but I'm also taking to practice and discerning. And it's, so it's a big theme in my life in general. And whenever I'm down various rabbit holes, whether it's, you know, going from veganism to carnivore or, you know, mainstream medicine to more holistic, like these are, you know, rabbit holes I've explored in, in my past. This, this one is the most relevant to me now and it's kind of truth that I'm exploring and and um, experimenting with now so I guess my opinions and ideas are fresh and it's interesting I have created content around 
veganism and around um, big pharma and they don't get nearly as many, wow. like okay. it's nearly as much engagement. And I think it's because it's such a pain point of the culture, this like love, right? Love yeah. and, and dynamics between men and women is, is really raw almost. And everyone is very charged up about it. So I think it's a good kind of point to, to enter into and maybe yeah. then expand on other, other things. Absolutely. Yeah. So you talk about red pill, you know, I found it back in 2019. So almost two mm -hmm. years now, and you even use the word hypergamous. That's not like this girl really gets it. So that, <laughs> that, that word came from Rolo Tomasi and the book rational male. So who puts you on? Cause I know that here's the thing, there's red pill in politics, red pill and everything, but when it comes to mm -hmm. dating, who puts you on the dating red pill stuff yourself or friends? Definitely not friends. I'm like wow. the only other, I have one girlfriend where we share this like Same perspective. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And everyone else thinks I'm nuts. Um, or like a gold digger, just like well, need to talk, talk to my therapist that. about something. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. Um, but basically I grew to be very critical, um, over the feminist movement, okay. um, around 2018. Okay. Um, and in my exploration of that, I came across red pill stuff, red pill content wow. on the internet. And it, you know, I, expl I started exploring it. It's unfortunate because I think even at that time, the community was very, it, you know, as a woman listening to men in that community, like it's not good for our self-esteem. Like the, the way that a lot of those creators talk about women is very, while there are some truths to it and I'm not discounting red pill as a whole, by any means, I think you know, it, it attracts a lot of bitterness, a lot of anger. And so I couldn't like stay there for very long, but it did open my eyes to like, oh, like maybe there's something completely different out there that I've been um, taught and I've learned. And then I ended up finding girl game, like the whole world of girl game on YouTube okay. and women talking about like the same things, but from a, a female's perspective and how to win basically as a woman. Talk about and that. I, I, Cause I know here's, here's the thing, in my opinion, sorry to cut you off. It's just like no, women don't necessarily need game because this is my opinion because of their options right so for me i'm a handsome ass dude i have legit one girl one girl in my dm saying hey you that's it right and i can see myself on the eight nine and ten category but yourself have easily let's say 20 so when a guy's acting weird flaky next this is it's like just next right so a girl has the ability of having the abundance mindset very uh and they can adopt it much quicker than a man because honestly you part of the 80 20 rule there's only 20 percent of men bang all the chicks so mm -hmm. most men aren't players most men can't maybe get a date a month if they're lucky so what on the, uh, what, what tell me some things about the girl game that you know taught you because I'm, I'm interested about that yeah so what you're describing is natural order this is how yeah, this is how nature operates right like the sperm chase the egg women have suitors and then we have to like sift out the suitors out. and choose yep, yep. the best one Absolutely. and the men hunt the men while you might have one girl in your dms do you really want that girl because she's pursuing you you're going to want the girl that you have to actually chase because she's, like she's six out of ten not the hottest true yeah like the girls 
I tell this to my, um, my handsome male friends. I'm like, my theory is that pretty boys are lazy hunters because they get so many options thrown at them, but the options that are being thrown at them are masculine women who are pursuing men. And so they're really not the best options in the pool. And then things never work out with those women because these women are more masculine and they're wondering what's going wrong. And it's because they're not hunting and they're not pursuing the high value women who have the options and know their worth and would never, ever pursue a man. So Absolutely. Yeah. So for me, um, so to me, I didn't get handsome till I was about 21, 20, 19, 20, right? Because perfect. I have a great personality. That's then. what I'm saying, dude. <laughs> yeah. like, okay. So from when I was a kid, I grew up in an all white neighborhood, all white neighborhood, all white school. I was probably the only kid of color, like legit, like me make one Mexican, couple Asians, rest white. Right. So yeah. the girls were attracted to, you know, the Kyle, right. They had the little faux hot going billabong board shorts, I'm like, okay, well, since no one looks like me, I don't know how to be besides the, the boys I see. So I tried to be them, talk, mm. walk, be them, right? And I didn't, and, I, and it's funny because looking back, that's an identity crisis. But during then, I was just trying to fit in. That's like was everyone about, does. Yeah, not till I was about 2021, 20, I sat down in a white, bar, a white barber, right? Now, this white barber has been to jail. So he, he, so he has like that, that, that style edge. to him. Yeah. Edge. <laughs> I sat down. I was like, dude, what is this? I'm like, what do you mean? Like, why does your hair look like this? And I was just like, ah, this is just what, how it's been. He's like, nah, bro, we're going to grow this out and give you a fade. Like in within a year, I was like, whoa, this <laughs> great. like, I didn't think this was possible. You well, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, nah. So it's like, it's, I needed someone to kind of guide me in that direction. Um, yeah. shoot. But, um, but anyway, I off a small tangent back to the whole pretty boy thing. I had, I didn't, really have options forever I honestly lived in the friend zone all of high school because mm -hmm. I was sold I was sold the lie through the Disney movies and what girls talk about of if you just chase chase pursue pursue keep giving gifts keep going on dates you will win in the end or you will have her but mm -hmm. I kept losing over and over and over for the longest time I was like I'm not gonna let society change me like girls need to change not me I'm gonna stay the same and and uh, girls be lucky to have me and girls that's, that's what girls were telling me too you're oh you stay the same like don't ever change stay be you mm -hmm. and then when I was 21 long story short a girl I've been talking to for a very long time showed up on our first date with a hickey and when I called her out on it oh. <laughs> when I called her out on it she yeah. me on red. so it was that easy for her to just drop me like we've been talking for like half the year and, they, and she lived in different states when we first linked up she just I had the hickey. I talked to her about over text when she left and they just dropped me. Right. So that was my moment. Like, you know what? I'm sick of this feeling. I'm sick of like, like investing so much just to get dropped. I mean, you know, so that's when I started to realize that I need to change. Like I need mm -hmm. to find something or find a book, talk to somebody because this isn't, this isn't cool. And then that's yeah. when I ran into the YouTube videos and I just, the whole, especially during quarantine of last year, really mm -hmm. just went deep, almost went too deep. But I pulled myself out a little bit because some dudes were talking a bit too aggressive. Mm -hmm. Like I, you're, 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 I, I get what you're trying to say, but your delivery is a little brash, like you've talked about. So mm -hmm. I kind of pulled myself out a little bit and then I started making uh, TikTok videos and stuff like that. But um, whew, it was, it was a great time to realize that the biggest thing a red pill taught me was put yourself first. And I wasn't putting myself first at all. A thousand percent. I was This is, 
this is, and this is the, the key and girl game too. If both parties are putting themselves first, that is in, indicative of high value. It means I value myself too much to sit across from someone on a date that has a hickey on their neck. I'm going to get up and walk away. Cause this uh-huh. is BS, you know? It, it, and so when two partners come together who are both putting themselves and their needs first, it actually creates like great chemistry and a great dynamic, you know, and, and it, it avoids codependency. And I think that's not taught in the culture. I mean, in so many different areas, we are um, bred to have a victim mentality and, you know, like government first and, oh, the animals first and before me, but if I'm not filled up and if my needs aren't being met, how can I show up fully in the world, you know, and, and how is me betraying myself any better than me betraying anything else. I would say that self-betrayal is the worst betrayal, you know, compared Absolutely. to anything else. So yeah. it's a key component in girl game too. And it, it's totally, I mean, it changes everything in many, many areas of your life, you know, beyond just dating in my opinion. 100%. And um, that was probably the biggest takeaway is putting myself first. So say I'm talking to a girl on Tinder. Okay. And you, I'm not sure if you watch any of my videos, but I have a couple of videos where I'm like live from the DM. And if I try to close within four to five messages, if they're like, oh, well, before we hang out, let's just talk more or, or I don't know when I'm free next. Cause the old me was, I don't want to lose you. I got you. Okay. I got Mm -hmm. you. So I don't want to lose you. But now it's like, I'm willing to walk away from anything, anybody, anything. Cause I come first before it was, okay, what can I do to make you happy? Oh, you want, you want me just friends? Okay. Well, if that makes you happy, I'll just be your friend. Even though I want Mm -hmm. you romantically. I'll still be your friend because that's what you want. And I'll make you happy. Now, man, it's flip-flop. But here's the thing, though. You will lose some friends and you will lose some. Also, girls will kind of give you some pushback and shaming, shame you a bit when you have this mm. mindset. I've seen it a oh, bunch. A thousand percent. A thousand percent. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's very countercultural. It's very counter to everything that people have been taught, especially in dating. And sure. I just watched a, a creator when she, she was talking about how, you know, when you as a woman enhance your femininity and you start to have standards and you start to say no to things and you start to, you know, expect, have certain expectations for how you're going to be treated as a woman. You actually don't get more options. You get way less options because there are way less people who are willing to step up to that level or who are comfortable in that space or, you know, or that's not foreign to. So yeah. And it, it's weird because it feels like a perpetual gaslight. You know, it feels like, okay, you're getting so much pushback from everywhere in your life. You're like, am I doing something wrong? But Absolutely. you, you, you know, that, that it's, um, that it, that it's right, you know, from, Absolutely. from personal I like experience. That. And, I like that yeah. point because, um, I did see myself, um, okay. I call it like this. So it's almost like with like my old self, I would say I meet a hundred girls in a year or something like that. I probably keep in contact with like maybe, I don't know, 80 or 90 of them, right? Because I want to mm-hmm. keep them around. Now, it's like, if I meet 100 girls, I may end up talking to like 10 or 15. Mm-hmm. The reason that is, there's a lot of girls out there that like being in control, more masculine women, you know what I mean? They're, maybe they're, there's more masculine women. So when they talk to me and they realize that they can't dictate shit and I'm, I'm, I'm running this motherfucker, they start to go, okay, they start to almost push back a bit because they're not used to strong men. So then they'll, they'll kick me to the curb, which is fine. I don't care because I've had it plenty of times because they, I'm so, I put myself first so much that mm-hmm. they just, they can't run the relationship and that makes them frustrated. Right. So oh, yeah. when a girl goes, Hey, like, can we schedule? I'm like, nah, I'm good. 
wait, what? I'm like, nah, like you bailed. I know for a fact, this is for a better option. Like I'm good. What, yeah. what makes you so this makes you, what makes you so like, and but if, I was more agreeable, if I was more agreeable, oh, no problem. Like whenever you want to see me again, like you let me know, I've been, we've been probably been fine. It's the a fact, test. It's, it's a, a test. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and once I learned about my own nature, cause I'd heard this in I, some video, yeah. um, the theory that women are testing men constantly. I was like, no, Subconscious. and then I thought back to everything and I, and I started everything. observing myself in, in dating and, and everything down to like tone, you know, and, and how quick they are to respond. And did they look to the let, you know, we're constantly ingesting so much data. Cause I mean, that's our process and men True. test women too, but I think it's a little bit different. Did, um, yeah. Quite different. Yeah. For women. <laughs> yeah. So you know what? So let's, let's help the guys out real quick. Let's give them some game. Mm-hmm. What are some tests, maybe a, a couple that you do to test a man's competency, competency or confidence, you know, stuff like that. Things you've done in the past. Um, Okay. So it's funny. I haven't thought about this like as linearly, but, um, you know, I'll see if they have leadership qualities. So are they setting up a date at a specific time at a specific restaurant? Is it a nice restaurant? Are they trying to take me to happy hour? Are they trying to take me to tacos, you know, or like a walk, you know, what, what kind of date are they proposing? Cause that tells me how serious they are about, you know, taking me out. It tells me about their financial situation. A lot of guys try to just date a lot of different girls on the cheap so that they can, you know, cast a wide net. Um, so I, I look to see that, how they're coming to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I look to see, you know, uh, are they asking me to come home with them on the first date? Um, which, you know, I don't think it's necessarily a deal breaker and some guys will, you know, imply it. And then you say no, and you know, you'll move right along. It's not like they're like really pushy about it. Um, but because I think it's, it's the norm, especially, you know, I'm in Mexico now, but I, uh, I'm a New Yorker and things move so fast there and it's like very common for that to happen. So it's not necessarily a negative, but it does, um, just, it's a piece of data to like note for the future. Okay. Let's talk about Um, that. So first date (laughs) when that, when, so when guys come to me and ask me, yo, what is the first date? What are we doing now? You know, this, how old are you? How old are you? I'm Roughly. Years old. You look great. Anyway, Thank you. I, I feel like dating when you're 16 to 24 mm-hmm. is different than when you're 30. Okay. Oh yeah. I, I feel like, you know, cause I feel like the dates you went on when you're a college girl versus the dates you're on now are different. So there is a discrepancy guys, you know, so don't get, you know, don't get mad at yourself. You can take her to, to a steakhouse in your first date and you're only 18. Like do you, you, you don't have to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I absolutely. Um, yeah. As long as it's like, if you're planning it out, if you're setting a time, if you're not taking her to like McDonald's, okay. <laughs> like course, some nice restaurant and like putting in effort and making, you know, the plan may be offering to pick her up. Like, and this is all, by the way, look, there's very different strategy. I don't, I think men need to have sex. Like it's, it's an innate visceral need that you guys have. So I don't shame men that date for that purpose. So if that's your end goal, maybe it looks a little bit different. Maybe you don't want the girl who has super high standards. that's going to make you work for it. Like it might look a lot different, but like be very clear on your game for those two different objectives. If you're talking to a girl and your goal is to sleep with her, come to her with a different game than if your goal is to wife her, you know, like, cause she's, if your goal is to wife her and you're approaching her like a fuck boy, she's not going to respond kindly to that, you know? Absolutely. Um, So, all right. So, um, first date. So maybe think back to your younger days, college, you know, whatever. So for me, I tell guys straight up, 
low investment. The reason why I say low investment is because again, you're, if a girl's above a seven options, mm-hmm. options, options, she has plenty of them. So why would you go ahead and drop 50 to hundred dollars on the first date? And you may never see her again. The ex came back. She thought you were too nice. Like it just, I tell guys to try to keep it to know, like, okay, think much, think, think about how much money you make an hour times that by two hours. Okay. That's what you should fucking spend on your day, dude. Don't be freaking going out and spending like 50, 60 on the first day or a hundred, because I just don't feel like that's effective, especially when you may never see her ever again. Cause she may not like you. So, so this what, is what actually a good conversation. It's, it's okay. interesting conversation. Yes. Um, in my opinion, yes. if, if 50 or hundred dollars is going to set you back significantly, like wait until you're at a point where that's not going to set you back significantly. Fair point. Um, Absolutely. So that's my first point. My second point is what I started doing. Cause I don't like wasting my time. I don't like wasting it. And men probably don't like wasting their money. So I, um, am very intentional with the people that I choose to actually see in person. Usually there's a lot of like I'll FaceTime with them first to see if there's a vibe to see mm-hmm. if I want to that. Cause I mean, for women to men are spending money, I'm spending energy. It takes me like two hours to get ready. And I gotcha. have to have the outfit and the perfume and it's all expensive, like expensive yeah. jewelry. Like there's a whole thing. Like, I'm not going to just do that for a guy. You know, I, I have better things to do than just, I'm not in it for like the steak dinner. You know, I don't care. Exactly. I could, okay. you know, I could eat at my house. Yeah. So, um, so anyways, there's, there's things that you can do to build attraction and, and make sure that like, you're going to be, you know, spending time with someone that it's a good investment, like a little bit longer term. So, you know, maybe it's a FaceTime, maybe it's a phone call. Maybe it's like, you know, two phone calls before the date, just to get the vibe. Like I, I, yeah, because I do, I do think these set sevens, eights, nines, tens, whatever, they do have options. And so if you're going to come to them, you're not going to drop 50 to, or to a hundred and not going to plan out something exciting and different, or, you know, show her that you're really thinking about it and putting time into it. She's going to go for the guy who is doing that. Now, I think that this is different with two different types of women. The very feminine women are going to see that and they're going to value it and it's going to feel good. The girls who are very masculine and who are used to dating fuck boys and used to being treated really poorly, they're, they're, you know, going to eat the dinner and then go fuck, you know, some random dude off of Tinder for validation. Like, but so it's, it's, it's the man's, um, job too, in today's culture to really vet out the masculine women from the feminine women. In fact, I would even say like, if a woman, like you're talking about your tender messages, if a woman is coming to you, trying to set up plans or leading a conversation or seeming like she's trying to control, cut it off. Then don't waste your time. Like men get into trouble with masculine women because the dynamic is off. Like it's the feminine women that, you know, if I were a guy, I would spend my time vetting and pursuing and spending my money on because I would know that they get it and they, they're not just going to like eat the top, you know, whatever it is and, and ghosts, you know? Uh, absolutely. So yeah. here's my response to, I think your second part. No, no, actually, no first part. Okay, here we go. For me, I used to, my job on the first date I used to wow a chick. Let's do something they've never done and take on a very good experience. Never slept with those chicks. And you can save a bunch of reasons as to why I get it. But to me now, I do better with women. This one gave me canceled, but I'm going to say anyway, <laughs> earning it, right? I feel like a lot of times I was giving women boyfriend vibes and, and experiences off the, off the first date, right? 
So they kind of put me in, the, in this category of like, okay, you're a guy I see a future with, now I got, but now I got, I'm going to sleep with. So I'm going to put you over here. Keep, you know, I'm going to let you keep taking me out. But Big Dick Randy over here on Happy Hour Yard House or just, or he just calls me over, I'll sleep with him because I don't see a future with him. I see a future with, with you, but I'm not going to sleep with you right now. So now with women is I have like a, <laughs> you're going to roll your eyes at this. I have at least a three date casual rule. We're going to go with three dates that are very casual. If you show up, you don't bail, you're feminine, you have a great time. On the fourth and fifth, my effort will go up in, insane. Like one time I took a chick, we went jet skiing. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like, I, I, will, I, will, I will raise the ante when you work with me. But on the first date, that's almost like you proving to me are you worth to keep spending more money on? Cause of course I'm, I'm, I'm going to have the wall. I'm going to pay for all this stuff. So that's just how I think. So what's your response to the whole, like, you know, as we, the dates go on, the experience experience increases. What's your opinion on that? I disagree with it. And I'll tell Perfect. you why. Of course. I, I think that, um, I would never show up to a first date in like Lululemon leggings and a ponytail. Like I would never do it. Mm -hmm. I think that's disrespectful to the man. I think that it's not putting my best foot forward. Um, at the same time, me doing the whole thing mm -hmm. isn't me giving this guy a girlfriend experience. I'm just showing the value that I'm bringing. I mean, look, everyone gets so pressed in my comments saying, oh, it's transactional beauty for money. I'm not saying that. It's just like, we start yeah. with these things and they're subconscious like mechanisms yeah, that we both have. But like, you know, I'm going to put my best foot forward in that regard and like show why I'm worth continuing to pursue or Absolutely. incite interest and attraction. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you as like a, um, a woman who I, I try to sit in my femininity, you know, especially when dating, um, I would not show up to a date that was super casual or I felt was half-assed. Like I wouldn't even show up if, if, if you had asked me on a date and it has nothing to do. Oh, with, he's not taking me to a five-star steakhouse. No, it's like, oh, he clearly, this is like, he, he, he's not taking me seriously. Cause like fuck boys will do the casual date thing. You know, guys who are not really that serious will do the casual date thing. So I, I think that, um, in my opinion, I understand the logic. I just think that it's a little black and white to say, oh, like it's all, if I'm paying and if I'm, if I'm putting a little bit more effort, you know, um, that's giving the boyfriend experience and then they won't respect that. I think that, that there's a way it's an energy thing, right? Like if you're putting this girl on a pedestal and you're, you know, like, it's, it's an energy thing. We can suss out desperation, just like guys can suss out desperation, but like treating a girl to like a date and setting the tone of the, of the, you know, who you are, like the kind of man that you are right away is not, in my opinion, um, not the same as, as simping. Right. And I think that, um, in my opinion, you would be cutting out a lot of high value women from your potential pool. If you're bringing like more casual, low effort dates to them for the first three times, it would be like me showing up in a ponytail with like minimal makeup and and leggings absolutely so let's talk about that so for me i feel like i've so as i've changed my approach i've seen a much better result with this is when i girls to me i feel like want to earn something from you if first day out if first day out the you know out the gate is very ooh bougie this is a nice place like he, he picked a nail I, I like the way this place looks it's it's he put a lot of effort into it i have to keep i have to keep that up 
every time we go out has to be somewhere four, three and a half, four, five star every single time. But for me, when the chick shows up on the third and fourth time, it goes, oh, this is nicer. His effort is going up. And I like that. To me, that's worked better for me opposed to out the gate doing something very nice. Because when you start at, at, at the top, you got to stay there. You can't, hey, let's go to Morton Steakhouse, Morton Steakhouse. Okay, let's go. Let's catch, uh, let's catch a happy hour yard house. Oh, hold on. Wait a minute. Like it's you got you got to keep it up. You know what I mean? Interesting. Have you had pushback from girls like that where they're like, oh, hold up? No, it's just um, I haven't. Um, but the thing is with me, it's like I used to always try to do out the gate high effort to show them that I'm yeah. worth it. But then I said, you know what? I think um, I read books, listen to podcasts. Women respond better when they earn it. For example, guys talking to you, right? And it's just okay. morning, morning. One then like a month later, good morning, beautiful. Oh shit, he's been keeping it vanilla. Now he's throwing in some rocky road in here now. Like I feel like I feel like his interest in me has gone up. It's it, it so it it was here and it's going up opposed to staying, you know, at a ten. I feel like sometimes, but hey. You're not, you know, your experience would be different, but how would you feel if a guy's effort kind of went slowly up and high opposed to staying at high? How would you feel? I think that, and look, I think this is interesting because I talk to men a lot about, um, or or I learn girl game from women who have like tried it on men. Right. And so they have data and men will be completely oblivious to certain mechanisms, but like, we know because we just have the data to try it. Femininity, for example, I see in the red pill community, a woman is just trash after 25 and that, okay. They don't know like girl game and how women over 25 can like move in ways to incite attraction and interest and marriage. So like these, these things that we both like learn are not so hard and fast all the time. So frankly, I don't know, maybe that would work on me. And I, I would be, um, unconscious of it. I, I will say sure. though, like I, especially in the beginning am very like hyper aware of things that are happening. And if I don't feel like I, if I feel like an option, if I feel like, if I feel like I have to work for anything, like I don't, I'm not interested. I don't, I specifically don't go for like super, super hot guys, for example, because oh. they have girls throwing themselves at them. Okay. I'm not going to try to like compete. I am feminine. I'm going to sit back and I'm going to attract, you know? Okay. So like if, if, okay. if, any guy made me feel that I had to like somehow put in work or like send him a self or like do anything. He's not the guy for me because that's his job. His job is to earn it and show that he's a worthy man to like enter into my bloodline basically. And for me to give him like children. So, you know, I think the hyper feminine women would not be super, this is a theory that I mean, would not be super, um, um, receptive to that but maybe the masculine women who have a because the thing with women today and it kills me and it's part of the reason why I make the content that I do women's self-esteem is just like women don't know what their value is they all have like no self-esteem no confidence especially when you're in your early 20s and you're just getting messaging and and all this stuff so I would see that working with a woman who has lower self-esteem who feels like she does have to earn love or you know um chase a man in, in some way, like energetically. But I think for the hyper feminine women who are used to really sitting back and attracting, it, it might not be the best strategy. Okay. Be so let me ask you theory. this. Yeah. So 
I'm on my journey to become the most high value I can. I'm trying to grow this brand. Yes, I'm about to drop, drop the merch, about the Patreon, the YouTube. Like I'm really trying to grow this thing and yeah. teach men a bit better about, you know, masculine frame and all that stuff. Eventually, next say three or four years, my goal is to be a high six-figure earner and I'm going to be handsome as hell. At that point, <laughs> I'm, 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 and at this point, at that point, I'm going to be at my peak where I am, you know, competent, financially stable, handsome, have a nice place, have a nice car. I'm what a woman wants. Now, before I was chasing the nines, the tens, mm-hmm. right? Now it's like, wait a minute. He has what we want. He's a provider. Now I have the women coming to me. Now, here's the dynamic though. If you mention you don't like the handsome guy because the handsome, okay, the handsome or high value guy, because he, he makes you feel like an option, which is true. Because when I get to the top, I'm a pick and choose my options now. And every girl I, I, will, I will date will know there's other, they'll see a hair in the bed. Um, you know, like, like they'll know that they're an option. But this is where I feel like now that I'm the, I feel like I'm the prize now, women now have to, to basically in a way, and it sounds weird, but in a way compete to the no, no, I'm the best woman for you. But you said, I'm the opposite. I want a man to, you know, fight for me. So kind of explain that dynamic. Cause sometimes men who have, who have the money, the power, the looks, they may go, Rachel, I'm no, sorry, Morgan, if you're not going to show up, then like, eh, eh, screw you. What's your opinion so, on that? yeah. So you just said, I'm the prize. You want to be the prize. Yeah, I'm working and on I, it. I think that, um, and they talk about this a lot in girl game, yeah, yeah. like guys who think they're the prize, like walk away. You don't want those guys because it's, it's always going to be like, you're, you're, you're going to be the one working in the relationship and they're going to be the one, you know, it, it's high, it's really high maintenance and it's quite masculine for a girl to be in that dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think that a lot of guys are, I mean, just look on TikTok. Like a lot of guys do think that think that they're the prize. And, um, I, I just feel like it's really at odds with natural order b- just because of, of how we're biologically wired. Like, did you know, for example, that like when a man gives to a woman, his testosterone actually increases. And, uh, at the same time, a woman's estrogen increases, like this creates a bond between men and women. And so when you have things like the pro, you know, when guys think that they're the prize and women have to be fulfilling the masculine role, you know, or simping is so, um, chastised and and overused in different contexts. And so now men are scared of being nice to girls or like doing things for girls. We have, um, a problem because I mean, that's literally how men and women function, like create bonds. So I, I think that while I absolutely think that you should become the most high value man that you possibly can. And I do believe that you should exercise as many options as you can, but you need to know exactly what you're looking for. And when you find her, when you find your dream girl, you go all in and pursue her and make her feel like a queen and you have her. And then that is the most harmonious dynamic that you can have when you have a truly feminine woman, not a woman who's in her masculine chasing you, you know, doing things. You don't want those girls. Like those girls are not going to lead to like a happy life. They're fun. They're, they're good short term. You will get laid. You maybe you'll, you know, get half the bills paid, which I know you you're probably not interested in, but like they're fun shorter term until they try to start controlling things. You know, any woman that's okay with chasing you or, you know, being an option into a relationship, for example, like in my opinion, might not lead to, to happiness. I think true natural order is like the women are the egg are the prize or the pursued and men who are truly in their masculine, like find your dream girl, get her. And then like, 
you know, have a good, happy marriage Absolutely. Um, so or life about, if you don't want to get married. Yeah, of course. Let's talk yeah. about the option thing, right? Because I feel like, for, yeah. for example, say if I DM'd you and we had a FaceTime conversation, I know I'm one of many. I'm not naive to think of a girl with green eyes and blonde hair and nice veneer-like teeth is I'm the only person they're entertaining, right? So when you say option, I feel like any guy above a seven who's high value has options. So how do you like know if a guy's just, you know, giving his energy to you only and just you? Oh, you don't. But, but the thing is women want men who are wanted just True. like men want women oh, yeah. who are wanted oh, by yeah. other men we do. We do. because it's, it's for slightly different reasons, but it's all the same thing. Like men want to make their friends jealous. Like oh, you guys yeah. want Dude, status up with that bad one. Like that's you, bro. I'm like, that's me. Because she's a reflection of you, you know, yeah. it's, it's a little different, a little bit more nuanced for women. Like we want to know that like, oh, this man has something to offer in a sure. relationship. Like if, if other, and it's the same thing, look with like designer stuff, how many people just covet Gucci, you know, it's like, but not everyone can have it because of the price point. It's like, sure. it's a psychology thing. People want what other people want. And so it's not, I've dated guys that I know have options. I date on a roster, yeah, you know you what do. I mean? Yeah. yeah. So like, that's not bad. It's just, how are they coming to me and how is, are things progressing? And, you know, like there are guys that I've dated, there's been standouts, of course. Like, how is that, you know, going, I, I feel like the problem that, that, um, happens sometimes with red pill and girl game and all this stuff is like, which I value. I'm very logical and it kind of creates a formula on paper for how to do things. And that's great. And I think that it informs your strategy. It, it has you move better, more strategically so that you can get the best situation for yourself. Right. But I think it, people get so hung up on the age thing and the, the, you know, am I a, a seven or a 7.5, you know, like it's, it's at the end of the day, like it, what it doesn't account for is like connection is the personality, um, compatibility is the shared values is how does this person make me feel? You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. there could be like a baddie 10, just like size D boobs and a 20 inch waist, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like I, if that's a guy's thing and that's just what his dream girl is, I know I don't have any competition with that, but if the guy in question, like maybe likes deeper conversation, maybe like someone more feminine or with a, a more natural beauty, like then I know, like, then he's probably more my type. You know what I mean? And I think those conversations are not had as much in, in these communities. And I think that that's reality at the end of the day. I think, you know, you, we could objectify. I, I, and I fell into this trap too. When I first fell into girl game land, I was objectifying myself a lot and I was objectifying men a lot. And I was showing up. Like, I think when people show up on dates, they're very like, it's like a facade, you know, of like really who they are. Cause vulnerability is a thing and yeah. you kind of want to put your best foot forward. So, but it's just, it's all BS, you know, and like, you have to really know who you are and what you like, like, what do you like in a woman? Like, what do you like to talk about? Do you like a woman that's more culture? Do you like a woman that, you know, has seen the world or that is well-read or that has interesting conversation? Like all of those intricacies are important too. And so, yeah, just getting as specific with, with who that dream girl is for you. And for me, I, I have the same kind of process, like exactly what would make me happy across all the data that I have, who have I gotten along with the best? What qualities do I like? What don't I like? And then once you find that one person, like be happy with that one person, you know, I, yeah. Absolutely. I, I, 
is how um, I would approach it. Absolutely. So one point um, you mentioned, or I was thinking about when you said something was, I don't mind being a girl's option. Only thing I want from her, I want to get, okay, I feel like, tell me if I'm wrong. Girls have a hierarchy of effort. I may talk to four dudes, but there's that one that I do more for than the rest. Is that something you do or do you all give them the same effort across the board? I don't think I give, I, I don't think I would even call my participation effort, but like I will, I will respond to whatever a guy is giving me. I'm not pursuing any, any of the guys in my roster, you know, but like, yeah. Is it like, will I go on a trip with him or, sure, will I, yeah, you know, there yeah, are some sure, guys I sure. wouldn't. And I've, I've turned down some because I just don't want to be alone in a foreign country with one of these guys. Exactly. You know? So it's like one guy you, you, you will, I'm sure. The, so you, the word effort was the best. So like, I think, you know, what I'm trying to say basically one guy you see, okay. Out of let's say you're talking to four guys, there's one guy you actually see yourself with long term. So oh, a thousand percent. Okay, you, okay. You all, you, we, yes. we have higher hum, nature is hierarchical. You will exactly. always have parents will say they don't have favorite kids. They yeah, have favorite they do. kids. They do. You know? they do. So for yeah. me, it's like uh, so after say first date, second date, third date, I'm expecting to be still still in the, with the rest. But on that third date, by then hopefully, I start to go into an upper echelon of effort to where. For example, let's just say we made time to see each other once a week. Maybe we, at that point, we start making time. This what happened with this chick I talked to. She does, uh, she's a law student. She's into books all day. One day she texts me saying, hey, I start school at 11. I'm going to squeeze in a walk from 9 to 1030, right? So now it's making time versus free time. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So it's yeah. like, so it's like with, with I like, that's what I want to see. Like when, as I start to get um, higher in the dates, like third, third and fourth, has the effort increased? Because that's when that's where I, I like it to be because I've to me, I feel like I've earned it. You know what? First, mm-hmm. second through third, first through third. I was, you know, just with the other tender boys you match with. You're just getting to know them. But with my conversation skills and my masculinity, you know, my, my leadership, you know what? I'm going to make more time for him. That's what happened with this chick. We started to make time instead of free time. So do you have that same type of mindset when it comes to guys that, you know, after maybe the third or fourth date, you start to, you know, have the hierarchy or not so much? I mean, yeah. And even to get to like third or fourth day, I have to like, I I don't like wasting my time. Like I am really, I would rather be like alone the rest of my life than like waste my time with the wrong person or not enjoy myself, you know? So if I'm, Mm -hmm. if I'm even on a first date with you, I'm, I uh, like you enough and I find you engaging enough or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, if that continues to build, absolutely. I'll give you I'll give you my, more of my time. I'll make more time. I'll, yeah, I get, I, I get what you're saying with effort now. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll, I'll alter my schedule so that I can, yeah, can exactly. see because I'm naturally going to want to do that. True. Um, but I am in the beginning very, um, yeah, I, I have more boundaries. And then as True, I start, yes. as I see that the guy is putting forth more effort and maybe I can trust that he's more serious, you know, then I'll start. Cause the thing with girls that's different with guys is that we are very emotional creatures I know that. and yeah, and we can get attached quite easily. So part of girl game is like, not like letting a guy see you three days in a row or oh, five no. days a week or no. whatever initially, cause then once. you're, cause once. then you're going to get attached. Yeah, exactly. Just so once, because yeah. I think a lady, especially, especially as you're, as yourself, who's looking for the more high value men, if a guy asks you to see you Monday through Thursday, like, dude, where, don't you have a freaking job? Like it almost turn you off. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So to me, I tell guys, man, listen, like, don't be seen a girl 
here's the thing though. They're younger. They're 18, they're 19. You know, they have a lot more time on their hands. Some of them don't even know what they want to do yet. So they have way more time. I say, hey, like a girl will respect you a lot more if you can try see her. Max, bro, do it twice. And don't do it back to back. You know what I mean? Try yeah. give some space to it. Let her know that, you know, you, you're, you're somewhat busy in something, either your job, your purpose, the gym, your person, whatever it is. Like try to be busy with something. Because I feel mm-hmm. like an, a super available man is a turnoff to some, not all women, but some women. Oh, no, no. It's a, and vice versa. They say with girl game, be busy, be booked and busy, like get your hobbies, right? Like mm-hmm. have your personal development stuff, right? Go to the gym, you know, like yeah. make sure that your schedule is actually filled. So, and like never accept a first um, proposal, you know, like, oh, actually, can we do it on this day? Because like you have stuff going on. So I think across the board, because it shows that you're in demand and that you have things going on and that you're interesting and that you, you know, you're not, your whole existence isn't about dating or this one girl, right? Okay. So let's, um, let's talk about, let's do another one for the, for the boys real quick. So yeah. a lot of times guys struggle with the, I'll let you know. Okay. When it, say we're going to know each other, I, you know, I ask for your availability. Um, mm-hmm. When you say I'll let you know, do you genuinely mean it? Or is it more, is it more, so, oh, see, okay, guys. If I've so, ever said yeah. that to a guy, I'm just like, no, <laughs> see, it's a no. And a lot the girl of girl time- wants to see you. She'll see you. Yeah. exactly i made a video about about that and a lot of girls are commenting but there's finals you're so insensitive and girls are busy too i i get it i get it but if you had finals you, should, you, you would say this hey listen this we got finals how about next week you would you'd actually give you give you give a proposal instead of saying i'll let you know yeah you know I mean? oh, exactly yeah i feel like if a girl wants to see you she will make time and i'm i'm a, i can say that 100 because when i started weeding out low interest women and just going for high I asked them, mm-hmm. what's your availability? Friday, Friday at 5 30, when we're going to grab a drink at so and so. Yes, it's done just like that. There was no hoops, yeah. no jumping through anything. It was straight to the point. Love so that. Tell guys, is just like, make sure you're, you're, you're going to sleep better at night, you know, going for chicks that actually have interest in you because the low interest ones will make you rip your hair out. Yeah. It's, and that, that is something. And that, I think, is the difference. Like yeah. in this strategy, it's like if you're, giving in so much investment to a low, a girl who's not that interested in you, that's absolutely something. But if sure. you're doing it in a pursuit, it's like a, there's a mutual interest mutual, you're showing. Yeah. But, but you have to be, you have to gauge that and not be delusional. If you're like a six or a five as a dude and you're going after the nines and tens, like don't expect a high return. Like that's simping. You're setting yourself up to simp, you yeah, know? True. And, uh, and that, yeah. that's where I struggle sometimes where I'm having consultations with guys. They'll call me, we'll talk. And they'll show me like the girl they're going after. I'm like, fuck. I know. And it's like, I want, I can't tell them, bro, this one's out of your league because technically you no girl is out of technically to. not all. Okay. I don't like telling guys girls are out of the league. Cause it makes her, you know, like don't think that's true for the stars, but at the same time, be ready to walk away when things aren't going your way. Cause for example, there's some plenty of girls out there who are beautiful, who just like attention, right? A guy Snapchatting them, a guy text them is enough. But when that mm-hmm. guy asks for their time, it, Oh, I'm, I'm busy. How about next week? So basically she's just breadcrumbing, just dropping breadcrumbs and just picking them up. And it's like, dude, I know you, cause she's responding to you and she's being nice to you. You think that there's interest, but there isn't. And they get so caught up and they keep chasing for months and months. And she's able to flirt a little bit, give them a little bit of hope, but never see them. And that's what drives these guys that DM me up a wall. Yeah. I think people just need to be super honest with themselves. Like once I understood like 
what me, what a guy does when he's actually interested, for example, and what he does when like, he has a lot of options or like, you know, you're maybe third on the roster or something. Mm -hmm. It helped me so much. Cause I was just like, Oh, okay. Like next, you know, like I'm going to put my energy somewhere else, for example. Um, and I think that, I mean, you, you're saying you don't want to tell them because the ego is the best thing that you could give them tough love. Like, I just think, for example, if, the, if you're, you're dealing with like guys who are a six, a six okay. guy, like he's not earning a ton. He's maybe 18, 19, yeah. like mm-hmm. average looks the best strategy that, that anyone could give to a man like that is like, maybe put in all the effort that you're putting into these girls into yourself. Like go to the gym, go get your bread up, focus on you, like ruthlessly focus on you for like six months, one year. If you want to play whatever, like go for the, you know, sixes, sevens, maybe like, but you're not going to find your dream girl. If you're not the dream version of yourself, you know what I mean? And so guys at that stage, it's like, it's great. I mean, it's like a seed right? Like, and you want that seed to grow into the best, strongest tree possible, for example. Um, and in order to do that, you need to like, like you said, put yourself first. If you're so focused on girls, you're, you're not even at your, like, not even close to your peak at at all. So do you think you're going to get, you think you're going to get these girls who are at their peak, you know, 22, like slamming body, whatever, like it's, but this, those same guys, when they hit 20, seven, 28, 29, 30, the game is totally, totally different. The game is just different. Like they're more established. That's, that's like an aphrodisiac to younger girls, especially like you just have way more to offer, um, way more confident, you know, yourself a lot more. Like I think guys dating before, like seriously, before the age of 25, do it to get laid, (laughs) do it. Although I, I think, you know, Hiring a sex worker is a little bit more ethical, but um, do it to understand what you like and what you don't like and to learn about yourself, but don't do it seriously. Like it's, you're not in the best position until, you know, at least in my opinion, after 25, at least. I understand that hundred percent. And uh, sometimes it's hard to tell guys that because dude, they're young, horny, a bunch of testosterone. They want to bang something. But at the same time, you got, I always try to tell them, Hey, look, man, you got to realize that you aren't a woman's prime option at the moment. You know, you're young and you're you don't have any much money. You live with your mom and dad. Nothing wrong with that. You're young. But if you just grind, man, and just really just put in the self-improvement, read the mm-hmm. proper books, listen to the right podcast, get in good shape. By the time you're that prime age, you'll be ready to go. And that's what I'm working my ass off to do. Because yeah, I love that. I just, man, like my goal is to be up in a nice apartment in LA and have social proof, good, a good, a good circle of high value men around me. And I don't have to chase nearly as much because chasing is fun, but it'd be nice to open up my DM and see a couple of girls who are gorgeous saying, Hey, big head. I'm like, Oh, what's up with you? I'm, I'm used to chasing you. Now you're on, you're on my DM. That's great. But <laughs> let's talk about um, masculine men. Okay. So mm-hmm. what are some traits that you look for when you're looking for a potential mate partner? Not uh, looks, you know, stuff on the inside. Yeah. 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 Um, masculinity is like, first and foremost. And I can't even help that. I'm just so attracted and like drawn to very masculine men, you know, um, men that have their stuff together. It's very attractive men that like, I just can relax around, you know, it's very, it's women in their feminine. It's a relaxed energy. Like, and I feel that around very masculine men, whether it's like because of finances or just their build, like it's, it's something that 
I'm aware happens to me. And I like being in that space. Um, I seek, or yeah, I, I find myself getting along the best with like very, very intelligent men and not just like book smart, but like curious guys who like learning about things and have their own opinions because it fosters a really good conversation. And I, I need that. Um, uh, if I want to get, you know, to other phases of attraction, like physical and emotional and all of that. Um, I, I like very entrepreneurial men, like men that work for themselves and don't have a a boss or, you know, um, like what you're doing, like making your own content, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, which is it's commendable versus like, you know, a guy who's an analyst at a finance firm, while he might be making more money right now, he's still like not doing his own thing. And he has to answer to another man, which is emasculating. Um, what else do I look for? Um, very, um, just protective, like just their instincts, very traditional. Um, you know, I, I like being treated a certain way and I just, it's like this dance that happens. And I think we've lost it as a culture. And so not, no one like knows exactly how to move. You know what I mean? Because like guys don't know if they're going to get their heads ripped off or pulling out a chair and like, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot, um, that's happening right now. So, Um, so um, let's go to the entrepreneurial thing. I always tell guys, I'm not always, I'm in a, just a couple of videos on it is I don't think man or woman, honestly, actually I'll speak on men. Cause that's why I've, I've studied the most about is that, is this, that you won't be truly happy until you're doing something you truly love for money, you know, like yeah. eventually, eventually I'm almost at my 4,000 watch hours for YouTube. So I can get monetized. Like eventually I will be getting four to even five figure, even hopefully one day, six figure checks a month from just doing this mm-hmm. having conversations with people legit. You know what I mean? That's, and that's crazy. Like, dude, I'm actually getting paid a living to do this podcast and make YouTube videos and make TikToks. Like that's, it, it almost seems like unfair, right? It almost seems mm-hmm. unfair. Some people are, are working nine to five and getting 600 bucks a week and every, no, every two weeks, you know what I mean? And then they're yeah. working their butt off, you know? And I'm over here making, you know, let's say like 10 grand a month just off of just doing this, right? And bidding is I worked hard. I posted a video every single day. I went on live and talked for hours. I do free Zoom calls for people, like a group of eight, 10 people. And I just want, I just value, 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 just give as much value as possible. Mm-hmm. And the world will, will reward me financially for bringing all the value to the world. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I a love woman that. would be a lot more attracted to her guys. You know, I have my own, you know, YouTube channel. And I have my own, I'm also a videographer. That's my, that's my A source of income. I'm a videographer. So they'd be much more attracted to a guy like that than a guy that, you know, I, I work at a bank, you know, money's okay. It makes 50, 60 K. But to me, they may see me as this guy's a hustler. Cause like mm-hmm. he, he went out and made this business from zero and now he's doing well. So he, he has that more of a hustler mindset. It's like something good to pass on to offspring our daughter can be an entrepreneur, our son can be an entrepreneur because he is as well. A thousand percent. I mean, spot on. I think not a lot of, there are some girls that, I mean, they hear like, oh, real estate or they hear finance or, and they're automatically like, oh, like that's good. You know, so it's not, some people aren't put on, you know what I mean? But like it, it, I am very like anti-establishment. I'm very like, I value my independence and my freedom more than anything. So like, that freedom's crazy. Yeah. So I'm attracted to other men who have those same values, like being an entrepreneur, doing exactly what you're doing, grinding, like believing in yourself to the point of like creating content and throwing it into the ether of the internet. You know what I mean? Because of your ideas and the consistency, like it all, um, 
shows that that value that you have, like you want that freedom and you want to work for yourself and you want to monetize your intellectual property. You know, that's like a very specific personality type. Um, So I think that's very masculine versus, you know, a lot of the other guys who might be earning more and might have stable job their whole lives because they have a great resume, but you know, it's different values at the end of the day. Sorry. Some girl tried to call me, but actually I'll text her. I'm going to show actually. Let me text her and uh, make sure she'll do it again in a sec because she will call back in a show. One sec. Okay. So let's let's give some more game to, to the fellas here. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> what what are some things you're looking for on the first date? Right. So first it happens, right? For example, down to like the car, how he's speaking, presentable. Mm-hmm. talks about so give, give some game you know we'll, we'll tell some guys how to properly do this first date thing correctly yeah it's so funny there are so many things that are unconscious like I was sure. like I didn't even know because a lot of guys I date I think all of them probably show up looking great and with like nice you know, good style, but yeah, if I, I would, for example, I made a joke cause I'm in Mexico right now. So everyone thinks very casual here. And one of my guy friends was asking me what shoes he should wear to a date. And I knew he, he was, he's like a fuck boy. So he was just trying to screw okay. this girl. And I made a joke. Uh, I was like, well, I would never sleep with a guy that showed up to a first date wearing flip flops, you know, like, yeah. I think, yeah, I think weird. the, the whole, how you're looking Presentation sharp. Yeah. Cause it's branding. It's personal branding. Mm-hmm. You're like, literally, this is your very, very first impression. Absolutely. And while looks aren't completely everything for me, it's like, you can tell so much about a man based on the kinds oh, of clothes that dude, he's wearing. It's crazy. You can look at somebody and go, okay, this price, this guy probably listens to this type of music has this type of friends, like just by just looking how he dresses, but continue. Uh, no, a thousand percent. It's actually a small anecdote. I'm actually I'm in, I'm, when I moved to Mexico, I moved to Playa del Carmen where I am right nice, now. Spot. And I was in Tulum where you saw my story um, mm-hmm. yesterday. Cause I was looking at apartments cause I'm moving there on Friday or Saturday of this moving week. There, like living. Mo- yeah. Well, I moved to Mexico. I, I'm yeah. Cause the oh, pandemic wow. was, I was like losing my mind in New York. Like oh, you're true. saying that you went really deep. I yeah. went really deep in some okay. way, uh, other areas. I was like, I gotta like not be alone okay. you know, in perpetuity. So um but I, I'm going to Tulum and I go down there and it's like all the guys that I'm looking at, they're just crisp clothes, like really tailored, great shoes. And then I come back to Playa and it's just all chill. It's like very chill, like, very chill, yeah. you know, and I'm like, okay, I'm making the right decision to like who I'm being surrounded by. Like you can just tell it's like nonverbal cues. You know what I mean? It's like how, how you're communicating who you are and what you value just by how you're dressing. Um, so that's some tips, some dressing crucial. Oh yeah. And guys, if you have a girl, like that's a friend or your friends, I love shopping for men. I love it. I've shopped for men on multiple occasions from like footwear to coats to like whatever girls love shopping for guys, get a girl to like, give you a makeover, like a girl that you trust her style. You know, I see so many men, they have so much potential. They just need to like get a better haircut and like get yeah, better guys do, bro. Haircut yeah. and some Hair new clothes can change so a man. Do like, like 180. Hey, I'm going to see if I can pull up for people who are watching on the YouTube right now and not on Spotify, you are missing out on this photo. I'm about to show her. This is me high school no date at the homecoming but a girl felt bad and walked oh. up to me and, and, and took a photo with me so i was one of the only guys with no date hopefully i can find the next 10 here it is okay here we go zoom it in okay 
what a glow up oh my gosh yeah hands on my shoulder and i I didn't i didn't want to put my hand on on her waist it's like that was a little too aggressive kept my hands to myself you know what i'm saying wow 15 and a half okay so i'm such a baby i know i know what it's like (laughs) to get no female attention so now i'm getting i'm bathing in it but anyway so back to the so guys a good haircut listen go to a um, good barbershop or even salon and I guarantee you, uh, the the girl or, or guy who's cutting hair has cut your hair, a type of person's hair like that before. And they'll know, oh, try a low fade taper, try a comb over, try like, try something different. And it's hair will grow back in two weeks. Try something, you know, I guarantee you, it will spice it up. So we, we've established uh, maybe a new haircut, maybe new clothes. Anything else that I can help a guy on the first day as far as, I don't know, where he wants to take you, his car, So there are some, I look at a guy's watch. Um, I think I do this very unconsciously. Like my father always had very nice watches. Like, I think it's a very like dignified established thing. Even if it's not a Rolex guys, don't go like getting into debt, like getting a Rolex, but a really like Seco, you need a grand Seco. Yeah. Like a bulky, you know, a masculine, just like watch. I don't know. (laughs) I think it, it makes you look more established, like more serious. You know, I, I think that it's, it's a really good touch and it's like a subconscious I feel like some girls. I yeah. feel like though the um, only thing I'll say is again the guys in my who watch me again like the sixteen to twenty four and most of them don't really have the watch game going. I have one watch and it looks like a Rolex. I don't see what you think. It's actually by Invicta, but it looks like a, a it looks like a, a yacht master by uh, by Rolex. Um, it Love looks, it. it. Looks like a like, looks like a yacht master and I wear yeah. it only, I only wear it though when I'm menswear, like I have a, like a coat and like, you know, a button. So it looks, but I'm wearing my streetwear stuff. You see my Instagram page, like it's all streetwear stuff. Watches yeah. aren't really on my Part thing, it. but, it, 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 but it, I'm not going to tell you, I look at watches too. Cause I can tell yeah. a lot by what, what, what kind of watch he's wearing. It's like a big dick thing. It's like, yeah, you know, <laughs> no, it's like, yeah. you know, like guys, big dick around each other. Like, it's like yeah. that. It's like a signal of like, Oh yeah, I got, you know, that's true. Like, Thanks. 100%. It's like a wrist stick. No, so, so let, let's, let's, let's go into like conversation, right? So, where are some things that yeah. you like when men bring up or don't like when, like, no, they bring up that you don't like? So, you can kind of talk about conversation real quick. Yeah. So, um, I don't like when guys get sexual or like I, I try video, to, on that. yeah. Yeah. It's such, such a turnoff. Unless, unless you guys, it's established that this is like a fuck girl, you're a fuck boy, and like that's where this is going. Like, mm-hmm go for it. But high value woman, I don't want you to make any sex, like sex jokes or like bring it up multiple times or try to get info. Guys think that they're slick trying to get info out of us. Like, you know, we know. Okay. (laughs) Like we know what's happening. We don't like it. Um, so save it, save it for like down the line, maybe like after you guys have engaged in some physical that's why i tell guys wait till stuff. after you've done it then you can bring start bringing some jokes and then stuff then you like open that. the door yeah. yeah so um i i like talking about shared experiences i like talking I, i'm a very particular person though right like i am just exploring different rabbit holes constantly i love talking about it i love 
this conversation is, is great. You have your own opinions you're bringing to the table. I'm bringing my opinions. They Absolutely. differ and we're talking and it's interesting. Like Absolutely. that's what I like exactly. from men when it's, it's uh, mentally stimulating. I don't like a guy who's agreeing with me. I don't like a guy who doesn't have his own opinions about that's things. True. A lot of guys like, I don't want to make her mad. Let's go. Yeah, you're right. Oh no, yeah, no. you're right. Yeah, you're right. Make her mad. And it's also a good test. Cause if she actually gets mad, like you told me you disagreed with me. Did I like, you know, bite your head off? No, it's like interesting. And we can have an adult discussion about it. Like if a girl is getting triggered or whatever, like maybe she's not in a good place to enter into something, you know, serious. So, or yeah. So, um, I like when there's, um, some tension when like, when, when there's enough in common too, that you can really go uh, a lot deeper in conversation with, I'm dating this guy right now. And, um, it's funny, his friend like reached out to me because I have on my hinge that uh, my most controversial opinion is that Jordan B. Peterson is the most important mind of today. Because I, I basically figured I'm like, okay, all the guys who are super liberal are like, oh, we're gonna exit out, like, yeah, exit well, out. Which I, I, I don't. I'm not like a Republican, you know, conservative, yeah. but I, my beliefs are not liberal. Like they're okay. they veer more on that side of it. Okay. Um, but you know, I don't get along with <laughs> with very liberal people or who don't get along with Jordan Peterson's ideology. Oh, it's like, the I extreme liberals. I feel like a lot of liberals can deal with it, but it's the extremists who think like, dude, I almost want, I almost want to make a video where I'm ta- I'm talking to myself with wigs and go, there's only two genders. <laughs> no, there's not. Oh, no, no. Like, no, a trans women are women. Okay. Well, how this? I legit put a wig on. Am I a woman now? And they go, they go, no, I go, why not? <laughs> like, wh- why aren't I a woman now? Yeah. It's- like, 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 I feel like I'm, I don't want to, go into that just keep it on dating i know i can easily get the views and, and bait and go there yeah but yeah i agree it's something like, i'm not interested in touching no. you guys can have it yeah true. Uh, it's cool yeah, um true. i talk about things okay. i have experience with too and i just i don't have experience with that so although i do have um opinions so mm-hmm. but yeah so I, I basically did it so i weeded out guys who aren't traditional and who true. don't think that he's Smart, at least valid and in, in yeah or intelligent so um and it's great because the conversation I have with this guy is like, excellent. We just talk about different podcasts that Jordan has been featured on recently. Mm-hmm. And we talk about feminism and how it's just a lie. And we talk about a lot of things. We share the same views, although he eats plant-based and I don't. So that's like a point of, oh, we'll go back and forth okay. and have interesting conversation about that. But he has his own opinions about things and he brings those to the table and, and introduces me to things that I haven't thought about, That's you know, good. like I, I need a guy to teach you something, man. teach me things. Yeah. Like I, I need that. I feel like I teach myself a lot, you know, daily. I'm very curious, like I said, and I travel and I, you know, read about different theories and tests and whatever. And I, I love it when I meet someone who is similar and who has you know, complimentary things that I haven't thought about. Um, or even like guys I also like are, are men who are like experts in like their field. So like real estate guys, for example, like who have just made a, a huge, hugely successful career in their area of genius. Like they can talk my ear off about business and, you know, certain things that I maybe don't have a lot of knowledge about. So guys who also have complimentary um, things about them that kind of fill in gaps of myself. It makes for an interesting thing. Cause then I can teach them about some things, even though it's, it's not exactly that energy. It's more like, okay. uh, you know, more of a back and forth, I guess. I, I would Absolutely. never want to like teach a man, <laughs> like 
I would tell guys that um, I like for me is for me. I know a lot about a little, right? I'm a, mm. I grew up surfing. I grew up skateboarding. Mm. I'm a wrestler, football player, a so- great soccer player, guitarist, videographer, photographer, a workout. Like I, we can, we can talk about all that. You know what I mean? I love so, that. Yeah. So I can, you know, so I'm whenever she tries to bring up conversation, I may know a bit or know a lot and it's dope. So I, you know, it's as I, that's why I tell guys to also, a lot of men may go to work and come home and then bar on the weekends and repeat. I feel like their life would get so much more interesting if they try to pick up a hobby. I, for most men, I tell them, dude, go boxing, do, do jujitsu, mm-hmm. like, do something that makes, that makes you dangerous. Or Jordan say, men should be monsters. I feel like, you know, I think it's adequate for men to be, um, that's how Jordan Pearson talks. But anyway, I was like, oh, she's not, she's looking at me weird. Like, dude, that's fucking Jordan Pearson. But, yeah. Is that a Jordan Pearson impression? Just yeah, sure. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you know, men should be monsters, you know? So I feel like men should be out learning. Cause here's the thing. I, I've never been in a street fight, right? Mm-hmm. I've been mm-hmm. in confrontations in school where mm-hmm. I grabbed a guy by the throat with their shirt and I shoved them and they never did anything. But now that I've been boxing for the past year, I'm almost in, I'm almost invited, you know, let's just say I'm at a bar with you, right? Guy bumps into me. Hey man, hey, chill. Come on. The second time, dude, dude, I'm going to knock you out. So it's like, now the confidence is there to, to, to get dangerous. If I need to be, I'm not looking yes. for fights, but if I'm out with a woman, I have to prove to her that I can, she's, I can protect her when she's with me. I'm, I'm, I'm a go there. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Have, I, for I, yourself I, too. Yeah, to you myself know, it makes too. you feel like powerful yes, you should exactly. feel that as a man yeah, yeah. true because um i feel like it'd be a turnoff for you if you're out with a guy and he was maybe disrespecting or disrespecting him and he just sat there and did nothing about it trying to you know not rock the boat you know what i mean oh my god i had this one time in paris i was living there and we got into a cab it was me my girlfriend and my guy friend and the cab drivers in paris will fuck you over if you don't like oh, no, if no, you're no not things. yeah and so he thought i was some tourist i was like living there at the time and i called oh, him out no. on taking like the long road and he got furious with me and when i got out of his car he like threw his cell phone at me his cell phone? at my head he's, he's yeah he's, 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 that cell phone what the hell just is? a psycho yeah uh-huh. and um like he was just like super okay. mad. i think thankfully it didn't hit me i'm fine um okay. but my guy friend was there and did just like fucking nothing and i just like it was like this ick that i and not that i was i would have dated him but it was just like you weak motherfucker you know what i mean it was just like useless like you're fucking useless make yourself useful like women want to feel like like if he had saved the day maybe i would have you know had some attraction to him you, you, you never know like it's like an aphrodisiac you know what i mean like i feel like men have these fantasies about being the hero like yeah. women have fantasies about getting saved you know what yeah. i mean and so like if you're not in a position to like save a bitch like put yourself in one like sure. make sure that you're a fighter and you are an aggressor and you're a predator frankly men are predators like not in a bad way not like sexual predators know, or like yeah. whatever no, but like you meant, your but job is to find women and to protect women and there's been such a war in the western world especially on masculinity in so many different like facets that that's like loss and and it's i think to make us as a collective weaker generally but like yeah men who really sink into that it's just that is so hot. It's like very attractive for a woman. So we're talking about increasing your game, like sink into that part of your masculinity to your hunter predatory, like will kill someone. If anyone fucks with me or my family kind of vibe, like it's very attractive. I was watching this video by AMS. You know who AMS is? No. Okay. So he, I consider him the leader. 
right? So I'll send you the link. He okay. is probably the leader of the modern day red pill. Okay. Okay. Now, sometimes he can get a little too far sometimes. <laughs> As they do. And his delivery is brash. Okay. Like one thing I, I respect about him, the mob came for me. They tried to cancel me back in January. You know why? About that? You know no. about that? I'll, no, I'll get back why? in a second. So I'll write that down. So can't cancel me. I'll tell you what happened. <laughs> okay. So cancel. Okay. So AMS has a very, mm-hmm. he's a black, so six foot four, five, lights, light skin, black dude, ball with a nice beard. Oh, um, alpha male Dayton strategies. Alpha male, oh, stra- male strategies. I do. Of course I know him. Yeah. Okay. So you, so, okay. So, okay, so <laughs> yeah. what about him? He's never changed his delivery. He said, but man, when you deal with these bitches, these bitches are crazy. Like, like he, will, he hasn't <laughs> changed his videos. Cause to me, the mob came for me and I tweaked some things. Okay. Okay. But with him, the mob has definitely come for him and he's yeah. still the exact same. Okay. So I got to give him props for that. Well, let's talk about um, me being canceled. So okay. from zero to 55,000 followers, it was too easy. I was going two to 700 followers a day. Nothing but echo chambers, nothing but DMs. You saved my life. Oh my God, you are this. You wow. Are, wow, this is crazy. Man, I'm, I'm letting my balls hang low. I'm calling girls. I say, hey man, we're dealing with these bitches sometimes. Like, like that's what I was saying. We're dealing with these bitches, bro, blah, 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 blah. And I was letting my nuts hang far because I felt that's what you need to do to grow quick, which was true. I was willing mm-hmm. to offend people. And that's how I grew so much. Guys like, yo, mm-hmm. this guy is so like, he's so down to be offensive. We, I need this. And this PC culture, I'm down for this guy. It's like off the mm-hmm. rails. He's not mm-hmm. sitting there going, you're texting women. Make sure. No, he, he <laughs> loud. He's in your face. They, yeah. love, they love that character. Because nowadays, people who are like that get casterized and, and, and canceled. So a woman with about a half a million followers found my account. I made a video stating this without using the curse word just for YouTube, whatever. When you're dealing with these B words, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. I said this. When you're <laughs> on these dating apps and she says she doesn't want to link up because of COVID, drop the B word. And I explained, listen, she swiped right on you. She's on mm-hmm. a dating app. If she doesn't want to link up with you because of the COVID situation, she's probably using you for attention. You should not talk to her anymore. Mm. And girls basically said that is pushing rape culture. Yeah. Culture. Rape culture. Yeah. So they came to my account. Wait, no, wait. Please tell me what the logic was on that one. That's insane. That's such a heavy word to use. Like, why? How? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't understand. So and I, was scratching my, I was scratching my head too. Like this is, that's nothing to do with rape. You know, basically saying you're a man and you feel like you, you're, you're, um, there's a word for it. Damn. Entitled? And you're, you're entitled to a woman's body. And that's considered like, like a rape culture. Okay. Because she, she doesn't have to insane. link with you. She doesn't want to. If she wants to, you know. Then, but, then just get off the dating app. app. And the thing is, <laughs> yo, people get so fucking nuts when it comes to other people's dating preferences. Like sure. you're entitled to that preference period mm-hmm. you're not trying to like have non-consensual sexual relations with a woman mm-hmm. like you're oh my god i really feel like i'm taking crazy well sometimes when i read my comments i'm just like girl people are what so yeah true yeah you think i hate women okay yeah. <laughs> i hate women i'm out yeah. here like talking about the stuff just because i hate women that makes true. perfect sense that's okay. so yeah so <laughs> i have internalized misogyny yeah we're getting into that so yeah so um i had a bunch of momentum going i woke up to about 800 comments, mostly negative. You hate your mother. You never had, you never felt a woman's touch. Who hurt you. Um, who hurt, sure. you, um, <laughs> hurt you. Hurt um, you. 
Um, this is, this is all misogyny. You hate women. If you hate women, just say that. I know it's small, you know, all that stuff. Right. Of course. I was like, like, okay, this is my first taste of the hate. I was feeling it actually. Okay, here we go. Like I've, I've, I've been asking for the smoke and here it is. (laughs) Are you going to fold or going to keep going? Are you going to double down? I doubled down. I made a video. Now, mind you, I did two shoots that day. I was, I did a wedding in the day and a photo shoot at night. It was like 11 Mm -hmm. o'clock. No, Chad keep going you post every day no matter what make that video I'm like, all right all right it's like 11 20 i make the video and i say it along the lines of this hello my name is chad and all you feminists who got to my page about the school you b words you're just mad that man i'm teaching men how to wake up to your bullshit for example this is the one that set them off the most you will go on you ladies will go on dates with like multiple dates with a guy multiple means more than two so this is three and four now three and four dates you don't like him, you just want free food, and you don't even want to sleep with them. When they heard sleep with them, they exploded. That's when that term sleep with him, that that got me. Like they came for everything. I mean everything. They came <laughs> to my Instagram page, left over 99 DMs, kill yourself, blah, blah, blah. They, oh they, they, they then found my government name found my businesses I run and wrote one star reviews. I have over 220 reviews on my uh, wedding wire account. Rapist. Oh my God. They, they went Are you found, serious? Dead ass. They went and found my mom's. Cause if, if you, if I look up your name, I can maybe find you on white pages and find your mom and dad and brothers and sisters. And they start calling you know, my mom. They then would also go on my Instagram page and anybody that was tagged would get DMS. Hey, your friend is a, this, he's a, that he's a, this and a, that like they did everything. Oh right? This is really like, and it's, it's tough because it's like, it's cancel culture doesn't work on like a guy like Joe Rogan. He's freaking wealthy. He's has hundreds of millions. You can't cancel a guy with hundreds of millions of dollars. You know, he would mm-hmm. sit up in his mansion and go, ha ha. Okay. Right. But it's mm-hmm. so on their come up cancel culture can really stop them because they haven't even made a dollar yet or they're not even like, they're not even like there yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they did all of that. Right. Oh my God. And yeah. I'm like, okay, is it worth it? Right. Because I wasn't trying to be controversial. I wasn't trying to be this this bad guy. Mm-hmm. But then I realized, yo, look at these people's profile pictures. I get to the profile pictures, fat, overweight, look built like Mrs. Potato. Every head, time. Every time. Blue hair, neck, blue hair. Blue hair. Piercings. So it's like, that's who I'm up against. Mm-hmm. Why am I caring? I've had one beautiful girl leave a comment or make a video about me. Not one. I, so it's like, I realized that the enemy, like my enemy is like the girl who drank milk underneath the bleachers at six in the morning. Like, like, like the, <laughs> the, 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 the rejected, the rejected women yeah. all come together in this, in this LGBTQ community. And they just, they feel like they're fighting their oppressors. And like, dude, how am I an oppressor? I'm fucking black, dude. The hell are you guys talking about? So like, they feel like they're fighting the patriarchy when they take down my account. You know what I mean? So they try Joe to- Rogan talks about that. He talks about, um, speaking of both of these things, he yeah. says that like, it's never the pretty girls that are like the crazy feminist SJW. Like, yeah. you know, it's always the hot, it's always the ugly ones basically. They're and like the hot girls ugly. are like, kind of like chilling, <laughs> you sure. know, cause because they're they benefiting. Yeah. They're benefiting. Yeah, well, they're benefiting. So why, why would they complain? True. You know, and they know the games that like, when I talk about the game, they know it works. And they, like, so it's like, they're not mad. It's always the girls who are just the, re- the ones who were rejected. Like, girl, you're yeah. not getting no male attention. So I get why your your job is to 
put kill all men in your in your Instagram bio or your your TikTok bio. Like I get it. Like no men give you attention. So it's okay. I understand you, baby. I understand. I think you. it's yeah, I think it's um I don't think I mean I have a theory and this is a little controversial maybe, but like that women specifically men too, by the way, in, in the red pill community, I think feminism and red pill today as like it it is, or like the community that it attracts in, in large part, not all of it, but they're, they're just, it's the same thing, but just from ones for men and ones for women. Like, and I think that it starts from like trauma. I think women who have, you know, really low self-esteem or had something happen traumatic in their life that, you know, did not facilitate like a healthy development necessarily. And maybe they gained weight because they don't, you know, think that they're worthy of being beautiful or or whatever it is. And then it's just this vicious cycle that feminism perpetuates. And that I think red pill can perpetuate. It's like, it's very victim based mentality and victims need villains. And so then they choose people like you to attack to like validate their ideology but it's just cool. all bullshit let's yeah. talk about that red pill thing because that was interesting because i never heard that take so i'll give my take on it as well mm-hmm. okay men become red pill two ways in my opinion trauma mm-hmm. or they've been a player their whole life i know a guy named jermaine six foot one six foot two clear skin cheekbones athlete little southern accent he said he became the way he is because he was banging everyone's girlfriend he went to a mm-hmm. d1 school and all these girls with boyfriends back home banging them out Mm-hmm. wait a minute if these girls have boyfriends and they're saying i love you and they're, they're facetiming their boyfriend in my place after they just got done buzzing a nut in her face why would i trust girls in general right mm-hmm. so he became red pill through banging everyone's chick so no no trauma he was the one giving the trauma to other guys <laughs> you know what i mean mm-hmm. so for me it's like so i came red pill through trauma now mm-hmm. there's i to me though I, I think of it as the, the hot stove. Chad, you see your homeboys are getting girls, not doing what you're doing. I don't care. I'm going to be different. Or, ooh, this is what I want to talk to you about. The nice guy, which was me, gets perpetuated through this. First, they believe what their mom tells them about women and the Disney movies and the songs. They believe mm-hmm. that. Then they get friend zoned by doing that. Then mm-hmm. the girl goes, oh, I hate my boyfriend. He's a jerk. He's a bad guy screw him hey you mm-hmm. don't be like him like don't be like him like you'll get nowhere being like him then he then he learns to, like i did to resent the bad boy not like mm-hmm. the bad boy and not want to be him and then when you, when you take all these things you learn from women that they told you not to be and you and you and you resent the bad boy you kept getting it's just friend zone again friend zone again friend zone again until you realize yo the ones who they're complaining about the ones who they're sleeping with Mm. that was the hardest pill of the swallow that's not true like those guys just got luckier no so to me the red pill brought me that yo the girls who are complaining about these guys think about girls never complain about nice guys they always complain about the douchebags really as much so i'm not a douchebag what i've learned to do i'm man listen if you met me and we never had these talks or met you on man on tiktok you never know and i'm red pill you would never know you you would just know after you go damn this guy's kind of like He's stern, right? That's the only way you'd know I'm red pills by being stern. You wouldn't know because I'm very kind. I'm, I'll still open the door for you at a restaurant. I'll still, you know, like do the gentleman things. It's just, I have a line in the sand. And when it's crossed, I have to leave or tell you how I feel in a very respectful way. So what do you think about that? Because it's used to talk about like, you know, red pills kind of and, and, and feminism are kind of like the same, but what do you think about based off what I just said? 
I think that you and everything that you just said is, is healthy. (laughs) And I think that you are applying it to the real world. You are working on yourself as a man, you have clear goals that you're working towards. Um, you don't sound like you have a lot of bitterness that you're holding on to, um, about women. Like it sounds very measured and I support that. I completely support that. And I think that, um, when you have a clear, mind. And when I say that, like, it's not muddled with a lot of trauma unprocessed emotions, like bitterness, whatever, when you have a clear mind, something like red pill, um, and, and the truths about natural order that it unveils can be very, very beneficial because what has it taught you to do? It's taught you how to set boundaries, what boundaries to set, what your value is, what the game is, what you want in a woman, what you seek, all that is great. And, and I think that, that, a, a, a lot of good can come of it. Sure. I will say after creating a lot of content um, that has been shown via the TikTok algorithm to a lot of men who follow red pill, judging by like the qualitative data in my comment section, <laughs> um, you are a minority in, or not a minority, but in, in the movement, but like um, it's not, it's not the, overarching sentiment. I don't see, for example, a lot of guys in my comments, they're all angry at me and commenting about my appearance and my age and just all of it. And it's like, that is not what I don't support that. I don't think that you would ever never, do that. I, I mean, never, I don't never, know. I left a hate comment on anyone's thing is I don't yeah. hate my heart. I I'm, it's, if I have nothing nice to say, so I'm saying at all. No, but that's a true, that's like alpha shit too. It's like, you don't ever true alphas, men or women would never want to bring down anyone else because you're not threatened by anyone else. And it doesn't concern you. So you will lift up other men. You will like lift up women, whatever. And it's all good. Cause you know, where you sit with yourself. Cause alphas compete with themselves first and foremost, you know? So, but I, I, I see a lot of toxicity in the movement and, and I see a lot of victim mentality. I see a lot of men, stuck in cycles of bitterness and anger. And it's so sad to me. And that that's why I think it's akin to feminism because feminism has the exact same thing, but men are the enemy. When you have an ideology that has a very victim based mentality, it's just toxic all around and it doesn't work. So I how, think I, Oh, how do these, how do these men in your opinion, maybe fix like they're red pill, but maybe they're too deep and they're a bit more, it's like, it's not, they, they sound bitter. They hate. How would you go about, if you were to talk to one, how would you go about trying to help them fix it? I think the first step that men and women need, we need clear examples of like, like a role model or a mentor. Like this is something that's so lost in modernity. And it's so sad. Like women, we have a lot of old Hollywood stars that we can look to for femininity and hypergamy and, you know, the softness and how, what this like natural thing is for us to live as, you know, we have that to look for men, you know, maybe, maybe old Hollywood too. Maybe it's, it is those kinds of characters, but when we don't have example or when we have an absence of masculinity or when I kind of think about it, like, um, you know, if you're taking a photocopy of a book, right. And so then you have this photocopy, it's the first copy, and then you lose the book and you need to make more copies. Like, so you take this photocopy and you photocopy that. And so then that copy is a little, you know, there's some dots. It's not as clear. And then you lose the first copy. So now you just have the second copy. You have to make a copy again. And it gets more and more deteriorated with every copy that you, that you make. And it feels like 
that that's been the case because masculinity and femininity have not been encouraged in the culture. There was a clear line when basically when contraception, I think was invented and, you know, the gates of sex opened and everyone was just having it with no barriers to entry. Men no longer had to prove themselves and, you know, prove themselves as safe, you know, um, secure partners to procreate with. Now everyone could just screw everyone else. And there's, you know, there's no, there's no impetus to be a man or to have your shit together. Cause you could just get laid because a girl thinks you're hot or whatever. Sure. So I think there's been this deterioration over time of both masculinity and femininity. And we're at the point now where men don't have any examples of other men to like live up to or to look up to. And so it's like, we're just all kind of flailing, like learning girl game and learning red pill, which are just their truths. But when you don't see an example, it's hard to have real context. Right. Um, so I think that that finding a role model for, for men, if, if I were to answer your question more directly, um, finding a role model, finding like true examples of masculinity, understanding at that core, what masculinity is, you know, provision, procreation, protection, like what, what working out, getting some muscle on you, like how masculine men move and, and how high value people move. High value people are constantly looking to improve yourself. Like while you may not be in your LA penthouse yet Mm -hmm. with like models in your DMS, you are high value because you are working on yourself. You are self-aware and you are developing your person that is high value. That is the key component to any high value person. Like, so the, the second component is to really understand that and understand that if you are content with going to your job, coming home on the weekends, going to the bar and doing it all over again, that is not high value or masculine or or any of it. And so like taking personal responsibility third and accountability and, you know, owning your own life. You don't like where you're at. Okay. You don't like that. Women don't want to fuck you change it. Like Mm -hmm. everyone has the power to change whatever they want in their lives. you just have to like know what you want, make a plan, execute, like you are in control. So like like letting go of this victim, like, Oh, feminism and the women, it's like, yeah, feminism sucks. Okay. It sucks for me too, as a woman, frankly, because now guys, although I've done a good job now of like knowing who I'm going out with and that I would never go out with any man who would expect me to pay half, but like, it's something that I have to do now. I have to see what kind of guy is this? Like, you know, is he more traditional? Is he, you know, X, Y, and Z like it's, it's hard for me too. Now guys expect me to sleep with them really early, early into dating. And like, that's not what I'm interested in. So like feminism has screwed everyone. Um, and, and so, but I'm not sitting here crying about it. Like I am, I'm honing my dating strategy. I'm making myself the best I can be personally. And I'm, I'm the, the last thing I'll say is like, go out into the world and like experiment and discern. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, I think with any, any ideology, it is, can be very dangerous when, when it's taken in extremes. And I think a lot of the guys with red pill is they'll watch all the videos and they'll just be, that's what they do. It's like, it's a hobby, which is great. Hobbies are great. And interests are great. I fell down rabbit holes of girl game, but I was also simultaneously testing it. I was discerning it and I was seeing what was true and what wasn't true, what worked for me, what didn't work for me. Like, for example, you know, guys in red pill say that women over 25 are useless. And I'm, and so now they'll be in my comments basically 
talking to me like I'm this hag that's going to die alone. When like, in reality, I have a lot of success. I, I date with a, a 10 to 20 year age gap. Like, so, so there are some things that like you need to test and you need to see what actually works. What is the truth? What's the reality? Like, here's what I'm learning here. This is like the basic skeletal structure of the thing, but like, let me go out there and, and get into the real world and like test it and, mm-hmm. and not get so hung up on the rules and this and that. And, oh, you break the rules for alphas. Like if he was an alpha, you would have fucked him after that date. Like I've got on one of my recent videos. I'm like, I know that that's like a a thing that guys say, but it's not the truth. And that's how, you know, yeah. So you're right. It does. It absolutely happens, but it's not this like, oh, you're 31. That means that it's over. Like, oh, like you didn't fuck him. That means he must not be an alpha or that you're lying. It's like, like, let's all just calm down. It's, it's Jordan Peterson calls it ideological possession. It's where like, you're no longer talking to the person who has their own unique ideas and their own unique experiences that inform those ideas. You're just talking to someone that is parroting all of the information that that they've been ingesting. And it's like, it's dangerous because it's like a program, you know, and that's literally what feminism is. Like what these things that this thing that, that this community hates so much is all these girls possessed by this ideology and brainwashed and now living in their masculine, whatever they're doing the same exact thing. It's like feminine to complain and to what, and to talk about, it's like, no, go do your shit. Like go sack up. Like you don't like it, change it. That's. And I think that red pill started with that. Like, I know the origins of it really did attract men who wanted to be better and just wanted to, to move smarter. And I totally commend that. I just, where it is now, I think it, it can can get dark honestly. absolutely so back to you know role models that's very important yeah. so um i would say the most popular women right now right are the entertainers let's say meg stallion cardi b, cardi b yeah. city girls you know when it comes to, you know i bet you girls who are 18 19 know yeah. them over who's that girl on the shark tank who's a woman not 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 the the one the blonde, uh, one? The blonde one like like I, I don't even know her name, right? But it's like she's a better woman to look up to—a billionaire woman who owns a bunch of businesses. That's, but she's she. But girl, most girls much rather you know look up to again those women, Cardi and Megan. They're probably great people. They just they just know what sells and they're selling it to you. You know, mm-hmm. I guarantee they talked about getting good grades in school and investing in Tesla. They may not get as many sales. So I, I get it. I'm not judging them. But if if those are the role models for women right now. I don't cook, I don't clean, but let me see how I got this ring. You know what I mean? Like it's, it, it perpetuates like, okay, I can do that. No, you can't. Not all girls can pull that off. You know what I mean? Well, then, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know if it's about pulling it off, but it's like, it's so crazy from like when I was growing up to now there has been like, I basically grew up. Britney Spears was Most like, shit, yeah. I go. So I still go so hard for Britney, yeah. but she was really the first like pop star to be very sexualized and yeah. very like, like push, push the society boundaries. past where we were comfortable with like the slave for you video with that super low cut, those super low cut pants and her midriff all out. Everyone yeah. had something to say about it. Everyone yeah. called her a slut and said that she was too promiscuous and she was a yeah. bad role model. Cause she was the first one that was pushing. Like if the needle is here, she's pushing it, yeah, you know, true. way far. And now you have Cardi B literally making songs about female genitalia and and showing up in music videos with her entire chest hanging out of a shirt it's like the needle is now moving way farther and it's just this like trend of 
hypersexualizing women and, and normalizing sex to the point that we have, like when you really think about it, yes, sex is absolutely normal. Like we're all sexual creatures, like not hating on sex, very pro-sex, like, but as it is today in the culture, I think it's not natural. And I think that it's quite damaging, especially for women who have a completely different response to sex than men do. Like the amount of all the hormonal, like cacophony that goes on with women after sex is like very serious. We get attached. Like we're bonding now with this partner. And so when you introduce something like casual sex or like sex, that's just the way that it's talked about. And these, these mainstream role models or, you know, women that girls are now modeling themselves themselves after it could be quite damaging spiritually, emotionally, like, you know, and then, yeah, we we're just seeing uh skyrocketing amounts. I, 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 I log on to TikTok and I listen to these girls talk about their experiences with dating or with mental health and all mm-hmm. this. And I'm just like, it, not to say I, you know, my generation didn't struggle with the same things, yeah, but true. it's just, it's so extreme now. Absolutely. And, and yeah. over, over the male realm, all role models, it's tough because <sighs> as a man, like, okay, like, I guess you can say, you men maybe look up to like you know action um action like batman superman bruce wayne but mm-hmm. these are you know so you can look up to them but again they're not like they're not real people they're they're fictional wait no not not yeah they're, yeah they're, yeah, they're, fictional. they're fictional they're fake yeah. they're fake yeah they're fake people so it's and also i see on tiktok nowadays is too is that masculinity is getting under attack you know you've probably seen the whole super straight thing men are being you know told that they, they have to date a trans uh woman or else they're not you know they're bad people um, mm-hmm. the whole toxic masculinity movement, you know, whenever a man says anything that's, it's, I guess if it's not positive about women, it's toxic. So there's a lot of men out there who see, I'm very strong. I can say my straw strong. The fact I can make videos, get thousands of hate comments and come back the next day and come back the next day. And there's a lot of men out there who aren't built for that. So it's a, they have, they have a, 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 I guess process. Okay. Stay masculine and get beat up for it or obey to the mob. Right. Mm, yeah. So that, that two, that two choices. Right. And some men aren't strong enough to stand, stand up to the mob. So they're going to feed into the whole, Oh, be more emotional. You don't have to be in shape. You don't have like, we will love you the way you are. You know what I mean? Like to just be yourself, like be who you want to be. Yourself. Yeah. That like, be yes, your... be authentic, but like, no, only your mother's just going to love you be as per, you yeah, are. As you <laughs> you are. True. Yeah. And I, I know that's, that's probably a very common thing. Men will say in my comments is be yourself. And I, and usually I don't give them any attention because there's no point. I can't save them. Um, but mm-hmm. my response to be yourself is listen, if I'm a gym trainer and you come to me fat and overweight and you ask me how to get in better shape, I said, just be yourself. Like, Dude, I'm not be myself. Got me here. Be myself. Mm-hmm. Got me overweight. And I'm, and I'm, I'm on have health risks. Yeah, so be exactly. yourself. Yes. But if you're having issues and you're having problems, seek help, change yeah. your approach. You know? I, there, you're so right. There's this rhetoric with women too, um, that like, you're perfect just the way you are, you know, you don't need to change, change yeah. but it's because we're all so effing soft. Like, True. listen, it's okay. You can, you are perfect. You're perfectly and wonderfully made. Like you are deserving of love. Absolutely. But that does not mean that like having a 40 BMI yeah. is perfect. perfect like, yeah. sorry, it's, that's not what that no. means. It that's means true. like, it's okay for you to want to improve yourself, you know? And, and it's the P and what I think people have a hard time with is that nature is hierarchical, like n- hierarchy exists in nature. And, but that means, and that means that not everyone's equal. 
right? Mm-hmm. And that means that, that not everyone is like at the same level. Like, yeah, sure. there are fucking Emily Radajowski's out there yeah. who are in like a completely different sphere of anything that I sure. could ever touch, you know, and that's okay. I, you know, I'm comfortable with that because I'm comfortable mm-hmm. with myself. And I know that like in my realm, like I am doing everything I can to, to be the best version of myself. Like, but, but people are very sensitive and don't want to hear it. And it's, it's, um, it's very weak-minded at the Absolutely. end of the day. And, and we owe it to ourselves to be honest and truthful. And, you know, just because a truth makes you feel bad, which I think, you know, it's Happens all par- part of what we t- do. We talk about truths that aren't warm and fuzzy <laughs> just because a truth is, is hard to hear doesn't mean that it's wrong or that like, you're a bad person. Like I'm 31 and dating, right? Like, yeah, the best time I could have been dating was between 20 and 25. I was included in then, right. I'm doing it now. Like, mm-hmm. could I beat myself up and have I in the beginning part of my journey for like, not get included in early enough? Absolutely. But the truth is like, I am, I'm improving. I, I know the game. I I'm doing what I can to like play to the best of my ability, you know? And, and and it's okay. Like I've accepted it. And that's why like guys can leave the most scathing comments or women can leave these comments. And it's like, fine. I know myself. I accept myself. Like it, you know what I mean? It doesn't impact me as much. I'm not like spiraling because I'm strong mentally and I Absolutely. know myself and, you know, yeah, it, it's okay. <laughs> like we can all just admit these things to ourselves and Absolutely. be better off. Yeah. So man, I'm like, let me see this real quick one. So if you started talking at two, at one, th- damn time has gone by so quick. It's crazy. So I, I want to yeah. talk to you about, um, gold digging. Right. Yeah. So when I was, I consider myself, people don't know what this means. Plugged in, plugged in is believing mm-hmm. society norms. So when I was more plugged in. I would give the gold digger a hard time. Now, was I making videos and saying how bad they were? No, I just thought it was kind of shallow for a woman to only, not only, but major, I guess it was a pie chart. 80 to 90% of it is because he has money. I thought that was shallow, right? For girls to kind of mm-hmm. like guys just for that. Then when I became unplugged, started learning about femininity and, and, and masculinity. Okay. That's when I was like, you know what? I don't blame him. And, oh, and I don't blame him because, because if they want to be, here's the thing. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with this trade-off. Fuck, dude, she won't stop calling me. God damn, I'm so sorry. Um, I can't, uh, what's it called? I can turn my phone off on D&D, but not my whole computer. But yeah, anyway, okay. yeah, um, what I was saying was I'm down for an exchange. Mm-hmm. If I'm bringing home the bacon, can you cook it? So there's a lot of girls out there that want a provider and their goal is just to, hey, I'm just going to be pretty. That's it. You mm-hmm. can you can shower me with gifts, vacations, but I don't want to have to do any cooking for you. I don't do any cleaning for you. I want to I want to like hire a maid, hire a chef. Like, don't put me to work. I just want to just be pretty at the house. And that's what I'm not okay with. I'm okay with it. If I'm going to you know, do the deal, I'm going to pay for everything. You have to bring your side of the table. So what, what's your whole opinion on that whole dynamic of like men bringing home the, the you know, men providing and women doing a role? What's your take on that? Yeah. I think what you just said is like, I am not okay with that. Like you don't want that for your partnership and that's okay. You're totally entitled to that. Mm-hmm. I don't want that for my partnership either, but am I going to shame the 22 year old who just bagged a guy worth 40 mil and now she's set up and like, that's all she can go do that. Yeah, if she, that's yeah. what she wants to do. And that and makes her happy. That. That was for that too. Just for a piece of arm candy. 
a, th- a thousand percent like yo go do your thing girl yeah. like seriously yeah. go like it's it's your thing it's fine um and I'll be really honest once I like got clued into the girl game thing and like oh like started thinking actually about my future because I I'd never wanted kids like I never really like whatever and then it's funny I started eating meat again for the first time in 20 years and my body was like we want kids now okay. so so um once I started actually thinking about my future I started considering finances like more more rationally than I ever had mm-hmm. um previously like it was just never a big thing that I I thought about um but yeah, I mean, I'm not interested in the, you know, marrying a, a guy for X amount of money and just being like a, a product or an object. I tried it. I tried initially like yeah. just seeking out men just for their um, net worth. And, um, you know, if they met a certain baseline standard, I would go out with them. And even if we didn't have anything in common, I would entertain it. I hated it. Like I, okay. I had to be really honest with myself at a certain point And I learned I was wasting my time. I wasn't happy. It made me feel worse actually, because now I'm just like a physical object. And like, I, it, it also like just fed into a lot of like other stuff. I'd been like working on healing within myself. Like it just wasn't healthy. It didn't feel healthy and it didn't feel like fulfilling to me. So I learned, I'm like, okay, Morgan, like that's not the path for you. And so it's like, I t- took the pendulum, went from like feminist, went all the way on the opposite end to like girl game, like kind of gold diggy a little bit. And now I'm kind of like more in the middle where like some of the elements of girl game, I've totally taken with me, like the femininity component, the traditional component, but I really, I'm looking for like, like what you just said, a partnership. Like, I don't want uh, to be married to a sugar daddy. Like, I don't want to be married to a guy where like the only thing I'm bringing him is my body. Like that's going to make my esteem go really low. Cause I value myself for more than that. And like, since doing that, since coming back to the middle, like it's been way, way, way better. And I'm way more clear on like exactly what I'm looking for. So now like personalities, like just like normal things when you're actually dating, like as a human, like personalities are really important. Like what is that trade-off? You know, like if they're providing, like, how am I showing up? Am I the inspiration? Am I, you know, what, how do I look, you know, how do I make him feel more like a man? Um, things like that. So I do think you have to be clear on what you want and if you, whatever you want, it's fine. It's your preference, but experiment, try out a couple of different things. It sounds like you've experimented with first, you were kind of a simp and now you're on this and now you know where you're going. Mm -hmm. That I think is important. I think that, you know, we don't really know. I didn't know what I wanted until I experimented right with like the older, super wealthy guys who you know, took me out on really nice dates, but like, we really didn't talk about anything I found interesting. Like I didn't like it. So now I'm kind of in the middle and taking what I found I liked and, um, kind of leaving what I found I didn't. Yeah. Got you. So reason why I'm not, I'm cool with, you know, girls that gold dig it's whatever, because Mm -hmm. you mentioned the word hypergamy, right. And, you know, girls always go for their best option. And Mm -hmm. that's why when I get bailed on like hypergamy, not all the time, they, things could come up. They could have a dog get injured, whatever, but a better option, you know, a drink with Chad at the bar or a guy that offers me a steak. Cause that's what happened to me. She just, just told me, Hey, you offer me a drink. He offered me a steak dinner. I want a steak dinner. Okay. Fair enough. But at least I, I was woke enough to not know you weren't sick. I like, okay, Faith, like what really happened, but go on, you get a point. Well, yeah, I think that, um, 
this is why in the initial stages of dating, before you really form a connection, it's important to show up like as you would as your high value self versus like offering a girl a drink. Right. Cause like, no, I have better thing. I can buy myself a drink. Like I have better things to do with my time than like put in over a thousand dollars basically into my appearance and like two hours or three hours of my life to just like, it's just not sexy to me. You know, it's not like there's not any like appeal versus so, so I guess hypergamy in the context of like first dates or second dates when, before you really like make a connection, have interesting Mm -hmm. conversation. Yeah. It's, that's what it is because there's no other variables on the table, right? Like there's not a relationship. Um, so I, yeah, I think I will say though, like, I don't know, once I have a connection with a guy, like, like I've talked to this one guy, I have a connection with on the phone a few times, like versus initially, like I wouldn't give a guy that much of my time right away, but like, you know, we have a connection. I enjoy his company and I enjoy him as a person, not just what he's doing for me or giving Mm -hmm. to me. Although I always obviously take inventory of that too. That's, that's data, but it's like, what's keeping it going is that there's like a human relationship that's being fostered with common interests. And I think that that's, um, that misses or a game anyways, like, um, doesn't account for that kind of component. It's not, it's not what game does is it makes everything very transactional. Like what you just said, it's like, Oh, he offered her this, this was his like offer on the table. This was your offer. And so it makes it very like logical and transactional and whatever. But you know, when you really get to know someone, which you do typically on like a first or second date or on a phone call or whatever, there's more data on in play, right. Than just money or just, you know, effort and things like that. And absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. For me that that's the part that was missing when I swung this way on the pendulum is like, I really, I was keeping it very transactional. I'm like, Oh, I'm not going to go out unless it's a five-star thing and da da da, <laughs> like all the things. Yep. And it ends up not being fulfilling. And I think that a lot of guys too, like super high value guys who just go after the models and the 12 out of 10s and whatever. It's like after a while, and I've heard some of them talk about it, but it's like, it get it's maybe I'll, I'm not going to speak to it. I'm sure it's amazing. I'm sure, you know, I'm not knocking it by any means, but after a while, like we're built for connection, we're built for deeper things and love. And so it's like all this stuff, it just, it gets, it can get old after a while, depending on who you are. Maybe yeah. some people, it wouldn't get old for me. I'm like a very deep person. I like uh-huh. need that. You sound like you, you know, would need a deeper connection or like mental like stimulation. That. I need that. Yeah. yeah I need that. Otherwise that's, that's awesome. Yeah. So back to, you know, hypergamy as well. I, I accepted it because, you know, it talks about women only want to date up or even, or even equal up equal less, but more, more so up. So mm-hmm. it makes sense when, a woman much rather go with a guy it's a bit more financially stable because you know offspring can be taken care of she can be mm-hmm. taken care of hey kitty so <laughs> um, um and, and that, that's why we had this conversation off air a little bit but mm-hmm. this is where guys this is where you can come in you can be five eight mm-hmm. maybe not the best body but if you make six figures you may beat out me who makes 50 okay you mm-hmm. may beat me out Legit. So it's like, this is your chance. This is your chance, bro. Like since women are hypergamous and they go for guys, you know, who are doing better than them financially, dude, this is your chance to become the best version of yourself. Cause I've seen guys, we've all seen guys, maybe this short pudgy guy with the, with the gold chain jumping on the G wagon Mm -hmm. with his supermodel looking girlfriend. Hey, can't get mad at him. 
No, it's so true. And I will say like the smart girls, the feminine girls, the girls who get it, Mm -hmm. they'll know and they'll go for you. They'll go for those guys who maybe didn't win the genetic lottery, but have the bread to like back up their game. Like I have rejected, I have rejected like beefy, like gorgeous like what i've rejected them because i don't want that i they didn't have good jobs they didn't make me feel safe i know they just probably wanted to sleep with me like i've rejected these guys that you know the chads or whatever that red pill talks about a lot like yes you're chad but like (laughs) (laughs) i love it um but 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 when you work on yourself, you, there's opportunity with girls. It's different. We would have to get a BBL, a breast implants, total facial reconstruction surgery. Like guys are way better positioned to become high value. If you want it, like it doesn't have to, especially if you're young, I see so many young guys on TikTok and on YouTube and in the comments, like if you are young and you are a man, you are in the perfect position to like increase your value as a man. Like you start now. And by the time you're at 35 or 30, like done, yeah. done deal, like pull the tens, you know? Absolutely. So it's, it's, it, it's, you gotta be patient, man. A lot of guys, they, they want the girls now. I get it, but you're gonna get the, the better ones. I heard like your thirties is like your twenties with money. You know what I mean? So as long as you're working hard, you know, as long as you're working hard, you can get that. So that inspires me, you know, um, that I can, I can have almost anybody I want when I get to that third, cause I'm already handsome. That helps out. Mm-hmm. I have height that helps entrepreneur mm-hmm. that helps, but mm-hmm. now I get the money on top of it. I can be, it's a a good, I can be a rap, yeah. you know, and I can, I yeah. can start to pick and choose before it's like, I'm chasing, you know what I mean? But then soon I can be able to pick and choose, you know what I mean? Right. Well, you have more options. Like, yes, you'll just, you'll have more girls that are accessible to you because you will be competitive with the other men that are coming Mm -hmm. to them and their other good options. You know, that's what I tell guys is uh, I made a little, I was like making analogies that are funny because that's what makes me stand out. I did a video back in the day. It's almost like when you play uh, Mario Smash Bros, you Mm -hmm. you beat the game, you have access to Falcon Punch afterwards. That's how it is. You got to beat the game. Then you have access to more characters. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got, you got to beat the game it's though, man. It's true. Yeah. Beat the game. When you beat the game, <laughs> the whole game can unlock to you. But until you, until you beat the final boss, man, you're not going to get to those new characters. This is why I love men so much. Like, like, and they, they say this in girl game too. Like men love games. Like you guys love games, video games, looking at, but yeah. it makes it so much more logical. And then you can like contextualize what's happening. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then move accordingly. Like, I, I don't know. I just, I think it's, um, I get a lot of flack sometimes in my TikTok, but be, for calling it a game or using some of like the terms that it's I game, use, dude. but it, it's a, it's a dance. It's, it's okay. a game and it's okay. Yeah. It's okay, man. Like <laughs> men go for girls who are hot and you're know, super attractive and women go for guys who have, who have, who have their shit together. It's a game. It's not fair. You know yeah. what I mean? Like some yeah. guys, like so there are guys who are 19, 20, right? No money and no genetic lottery. Yeah, it's not fair. But hey, if you if it but if you grind your butt off, you can beat Chad. You can beat him if you grind. Oh, and get a thousand your percent. You know, get your game up though, and like know your game, and then know like the second that I got clued into the game, I automatically started like enhancing my femininity. Mm-hmm. Like it, this, it, they kind of happened together. Like I was questioning feminism. I had taken this femininity course and was really mm-hmm. getting connected to like my womanhood. And then I found girl game and I was like, Oh, this is like all like this what it's it. about. Yeah. yeah. And it's like how also I'm 31. It's like how I can compete with the 22 year olds who are like 
very masculine or like screwing guys really easily. Like, you know, there's certain like things that I can do to increase my leverage. Basically. Like if you know that it's a game, you know, the rules, even if the rules aren't fair or like, I'm not, yeah, I'm not 22 anymore, but like, this is, these are the cards that I do have and how I can like use them in a strategic way. I'm, I could have way more success than like the 22 year olds, like depending on who I'm dating and who I'm targeting and how I'm, you know what I mean? Interacting with them. Okay. So so I'm going to do this. I'm going to treat you as if I'm DM you on Instagram. Okay. And you're going to, and and you're going (laughs) to act and you're going to respond to my questions. Like normal, normal conversation. Okay. And see how I did. Okay. This this is what I'm telling guys to do. Okay. So I first DM you, Hey, you. Okay. Okay. Is your first step to respond. Okay. What's your first step? You see me and you requested, you see Frad underscore Shanklin's. Hey, you, uh-huh. what's the first step? Ignore. <laughs> so why ignore all three? Because it's low effort. And it's so like, what- I have so many guys in my DM saying, hey, you, like boring. And gotcha. I don't care. Yeah. So what So what would be a better way? Here, here, here's what I tell guys. Okay. If I don't want to, I used to try to be the elaborate pickup line guy. Uh-huh. And to me, that's, you're, you're already kind of, let me, let me do my best to impress her. Like, let me make sure I can make her laugh. Like, let me see if I can, you're already putting yourself in like this, in a way, I feel like a subservient level where it's like, you're almost like her, her dancing monkey. Let me see if I can entertain her. Let me see if I can make her laugh. Let me see if I can be, make this elaborate joke to get her to like me. What's your take on that? So I think that you and I both have incompatible ideologies Mm -hmm. when it comes to dating, because Mm -hmm. I think I'm the prize and you think you're the prize. Oh yeah. For hundred percent. Yeah. So that automatically means that this would never work because there's no, if there's two prizes, who's chasing who, right? So I'm not going to chase you. You're not going to chase me. Like it's not going to work. So um, I, I personally believe high value, very feminine women think that they're the prize. And so if you're a man and you think he's a prize, you might attract more masculine girls who might respond to something like that and want to try and chase you, like, which is fine. It's just not. I wasn't necessarily asking you to chase me. I'm just saying off the first message, I'm not going to do my best to like make some elaborate joke to make you respond. It's more, hey, here's me. Look at my Instagram profile. You like what you see? Yep. Okay. Respond. Let's talk. So I think initially when you were saying about like your simp, like you used to be a simp and you used to give girls like the boyfriend experience. Mm -hmm. And then I was saying how it's, they're not necessarily mutually exclusive and that it's not so black and white. It's like the energy that's behind it. So you could take a girl to like a three-star dinner, but your energy during that is just like, this is like, I'm, you know, this is me. Like I'm in my masculinity. I know how to treat a woman and like asking her leading, you know, you can still have the energy of like, BDE, right? Like big dick energy okay, and okay, not okay. simp energy, even if you're at a three-star restaurant, Absolutely. like they're oh, yeah. not mutually exclusive, which oh, isn't yeah. a boyfriend experience. Boyfriend experience is like, baby, like, you know, are you feeling like catering? You don't yeah. have to be catering, but you could still treat a girl, right? At least, you know, in, in terms of like where you're taking her for dates. Yeah. So I think in the context of like, you're saying, you know, elaborate lines. No, I don't like those either. That's so what's the best way. What's, what's the best way? <laughs> what is it? I like um, 
you got to know your target, right? Okay. Maybe some girls would like the Hey you or the compliments or whatever. I'm more mental energy. So like, if you respond to one of my stories or send me an article saying like, yo, like what, you know, something that's opening the conversation. Like it, for example, on my dating um, profile on hinge that I made in lockdown, because like, I wasn't fucking meeting anyone. Um, I don't respond to the guy's that just say, Hey, or that compliment me sometimes depending on like who they are, but like not as much because I think it's low effort. When I put a lot of effort into my profile, I put the Jordan Peterson thing. I put, I used to be a vegan and now I'm a a healthy meat eater. I put, um, one, one more thing I I forgot. Uh, I have one more thing, but I have like things to start conversations about. Like if you're coming to me and it's like, Hey, or like, what's up? or like happy Monday. I just, it's boring to me. Okay. And I, and you're not standing out because a lot of guys do that. So, okay. so start with like conversation starters or like something interesting. That's not you, you know, it doesn't have to be elaborate, but Got just you. interesting. On. One sec. Yeah. I'm going to disconnect my mic. Cause I, I, this one sec, I have to do stuff. All right, hold on. Can you hear me now? Okay. What happened is I had my yeah. set, um, turned into uh, plug into my computer, but no charger, right? And then I said 10% oh. of the guy. So the plug in the charger with the mic at the same time. Okay. Uh, okay. So now we're back on there. Okay, cool. Okay. okay, here's our back. So he, he, you made a great point. Let's go to Instagram okay. real quick. I have a video that did pretty well okay. saying how to swipe up on her story. Because what happens is when a girl posts a thirst trap and she knows what she's doing, a lot of guys start to comment. You will fall, you will fall a line yeah. in the comments. But I say, hey, when she's reading yeah. the book, you may not have never read it. Oh my God, that was a great book. Did you do you, do you enjoy that author? It's like, oh, a guy swiping up on something that's not my ass. Let's have a conversation. So I tell them to do that. You mentioned a story yeah. thing, but I'm talking, I'm talking like you guys don't follow each other. For example, I saw you on TikTok. This girl is pretty cute and she had and she has good, good ideas. I want to talk to her. No, wait, no, damn, no, not that, not that. Let's just say you're on his explore page, right? He just sees a pretty face, green okay. eyes, and some nice smile. He has no data, right? He has nothing to to. He doesn't know mm-hmm. how you think. He's in, he's he's not on Hinge. He doesn't have like the the cheat the cheat points to talk about. What does he say? Mm-hmm. Because I understand what you're saying with the whole like talking about something I like. If a guy's coming in blind, like most guys in your DM on Instagram, how do they approach it? If a guy is coming in blind, if they don't have any data on me, you mean? You you saw in the explore page, saw a cute little picture of you. Well, that's a cop out because I have a public profile. So you can re, you know, go through my photos. You can, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's low effort. It's like, you're not trying to like get data on me and then come to me with something interesting, which I understand. It's like, um, you know, if a guy is trying to talk to 20 girls, that's way more time intensive, but like. Okay. I reward effort. I'm not going to reward low effort. Like, why would I do that? I'm, I require high effort, you know? So I'm on your profile. And if I was trying to say something, say something, I'll go, okay, this girl's in constant different places, Las Vegas, Palm Springs, Las, uh, New York, uh, Plaza Carmen. So maybe I can say, um, what would I say? If I see you're a traveler and you don't like low effort. Okay. Okay. Mm, Only thing I, the first thing that came to my mind 
His was uh, either something kind of far right, which is something like, damn, are you on the run from an ex-boyfriend? You're, you're in a different picture in every single, you're a different city in every single picture. That may turn you off or make you laugh. I don't know. It, it can go either way. Either it's a hum response or LMAO. No, I just travel. Like it can go either way, but that's like an extreme. Or I mm -hmm. can say, hey, you, and just bank on me, me being attractive enough to respond. So it's like a, you can go for broke or you can kind of keep it neutral. But I tell guys to keep it neutral because like you may turn a girl off saying what I just said, the whole like, are you chasing his next boyfriend, boyfriend thing? Yeah. Like, like, cause that's something like I, that, that could, cause it made you laugh. I saw the teeth. You're like, okay, that's kind of funny, but it's like, that can make some girls go, huh? What? And now that now their attraction's dead, the conversation's dead. Now you're backpedaling. Um, uh, sorry, it was a joke. And I don't know. I just feel like if a girl finds you attractive enough, she'll respond to anything. D1 yes. athletes will respect, will give a girl eyes, just, just the eye emoji, the two eyes. Girls are, hey, yeah. you. And then it's done. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like some guys can send a girl, fly me out, fly I'll me come. out, right? Over yeah. two eye emojis. That's yeah. it. So it's like, yeah. I tell guys, look, if a, a girl is into you, you you can still give effort, pursue, ask her out. But let, let's just finish. I say, hey, you, you respond, hey, what's up? I then would try to make small talk with you based off of like your profile. That's why I, I try to dig for your profile. Oh, mm -hmm. I see you're a traveler a lot. Like, is you for, for work or for, you know, we have small talk, but then for me, I tell guys to get to the point ASAP. After you send three, four, a little small talk messages, set the date. What's your opinion mm. on that? Do we, would you prefer to wait a bit longer? No, I actually like that. I like bottom line. And it's like, I don't, I don't believe in tech, even in, in a relationship, I don't believe in texting for communication unless it's to like, um, we're meeting here. I'm running late, you know, like a, a coordinative kind of communication style, like anything that's emotional or anything should be on the phone in person, like always. So I appreciate that. I would probably come back if you were just to try to set a date and I didn't have any data on you. I'd probably say, yeah, like I would love to FaceTime first, just so I could that's get fine. a vibe check. That's I could fine. see if like, I do that. you know, yeah. Yeah. Um, go on. So no, that that's how that okay. would go. But cool. I think, I think, I think, you know, I'm really thinking about it knowing where you are in the hierarchy like a guy if he's like attractive it's it's apparent that he's like does well for himself i could see he's interesting if he just like messaged me like hey like i saw you or whatever what's up i, I would respond to that because I, I you're right i see that like okay this is wor worth my attention but if it's like a guy maybe he doesn't have a lot of info on his instagram maybe he's like let's eh. talk about that yep yep yeah then guys, i i wouldn't up on instagram hey bro i dm this girl what's going on do you get their profile pictures from 2016 and 14 and 11 it's like dude like in <laughs> in their pictures like them in a mirror with the phone yeah. over face and in a flash no. it's like dude yeah. like girls are going to go to straight to your instagram page and see what the heck is up if you go on yeah. my page i personally see i love fashion that's my thing i love fashion and cool places so, mm -hmm. okay, he likes to dress, you know, like that, that's his thing. He has funny, corny captions. Like he seems funny, right? So he, he's he, also he, doing something doing with something. his life. Yeah. yeah he's a videographer. That, he's a photographer. Yeah. Okay, cool. Like I, I can, I can work with this. Yeah. So my Instagram is almost like my resume. You know what I'm saying? You drop yeah. a resume off with like no, no jobs and no references. You may not get a call back, but you drop it off. Okay. He's this, he's this, he's this, mm -hmm. he knows this guy. You know what I mean? But my favorite is entrepreneur in the bio and there's no pictures or anything they do. Yeah. No. It's like, no. Yeah. Okay. Please. I've had to like, I entrepreneur guys will tell me that they're entrepreneurs. I'm like, yeah, 
Yeah, <laughs> what kind of entrepreneur? entrepreneur? What do you mean? I do, I do yeah. Herbal Life. I teach, I teach you how to do yeah. <laughs> No, dude, it's not how it works. MLM. But, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so um, I, here's with the whole texting thing. It's interesting. You, I, interesting. I like how you agree because a lot of guys think like this. In order to keep this girl interested in me, I have to keep her engaged with me. It makes sense, right? I want, if, I, I want, if you want me to like, if I, if I want you to stay interested in me, I have to keep your attention. But mm-hmm. I tell guys, listen, text her to set the date. Maybe, maybe throughout the week, if you want, send her a meme. Hey, I thought about you. Just a little something, a little something. Yeah. And then wait till the day of the date and then have talk to her in person. But some yes. guys, I did a video where I did like, yo, some of you guys are legit texting girls 25, 30 hours a week. And then she bails it, on you. It's <laughs> your... The, uh, the amount of risk, like it can't make it better. It, it will make it worse, worse, more likely. Like the relationship is, has a higher propensity to go downhill when you involve things like communication with very limited amounts of data. When you and I are talking right now, I'm sensing the tone of your voice, your affect, how engaged you are. Mm-hmm. Like I, there's so much versus if it's in a text and you say something and you word it in a certain way, maybe I'm going to th- be like, Oh, what, how did he mean that? Or I'm going to think True. that you meant it a different way than you actually intended. So it, I think it harms actual communication, which is why it memes very pro memes, yeah, um, memes but yeah. anti like real, you know, you want to talk to her call her i know gen z is like terrified of picking up the phone but like it's great i mean it's like meeting with someone in person but you don't have to leave your house or look cute like phone calls are great yeah i agree (laughs) you know um, yeah um, man you mentioned a point that i wanted to speak on um all this guys Mm. can even talk themselves out of it through texting too much and talking too Mm. much interesting yeah i'm a bang that's got a first date he's my type all of a sudden, yeah, man, I'm a, I'm a total ally. I'm, I, I love like, feminism. I'm, 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 you know, the, the future is women. You're like, ah, oh, dude, yeah, no. <laughs> you shot yourself in the foot. You should have kept yeah. your mouth shut. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's so, not, not, not sometimes the move. <laughs> you, can, you can, you can talk yourself out of it. So I tell guys, man, like get in, get out and yeah. you know, try, you know, try to get some small talk out, talk out of her, maybe talk on the phone or FaceTime or if she, that, she, that she's comfortable with that and then get to know her in person and set it, set it, set a date. And um, if you're young, okay, what is some like date ideas for maybe like a younger 19 to 20 year old guy that is not trying to, you know, go full towards the three and a half to five star. This is what I tell guys. You can tell me if I'm wrong. Okay. That's what I tell guys. Yeah. Yeah. I tell guys, okay, get something, maybe like a boba coffee or tea and go to a view spot. Right. Mm. So my, and where I am, there's lots of beautiful ocean views. Mm-hmm. So when we go grab, I'll through texting her and, and getting info on her, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll go, Oh, you mentioned you loved espresso. This is a great spot. We'll go to, and then we'll go to like this cool view spot. Or I tell mm-hmm. guys, you know, there's that. I tell guys to go to a nice rooftop bar. Rooftop bars are usually bougie. Nice. Have high value people there. They go to rooftop bar and have a couple of drinks. Then I, I talked to them about um, this last one is a bit like, I guess a bit more romantic, I guess, but like maybe even, going to a place like a lake or a beach mm-hmm. laying mm-hmm. on a towel and sitting down and like enjoying something and talking to her i mean that's a bit more sometimes so it's just funny sometimes women are scared of intimacy especially oh, a thousand percent. <laughs> so especially too <laughs> like, how have we met yeah. yeah so it's like especially yeah. if i hit you up hey would you like to go um you know let's wear let's wear white button-up shirts roll our jeans up and go walk in the water and on the beach like okay dude uh Maybe not the first date, but you know, we can, we can it's work like a six, seven, eight. <laughs> six, yeah, <laughs> that, but not so sometimes 
you know, being too intimate too quickly can also kill the attractions. Like, dude, like, again, they much rather, in my opinion, earn that from you, not do this guy's first dating, doing this with all girls. I don't feel special. I don't feel like this is something intimate. I feel like it's something he does with every girl he meets. Yeah. And it's like, you're not really going to be that comfy. Like I probably wouldn't be as comfy cozy as if like it's a public setting and people, you know, like it's a little bit more, um, like for a first date, you know, I have context for like meeting at a restaurant or at an art gallery or something like, like I have more context and it's also, so what I would recommend for guys is like, get to know her and like what she likes to do. And I always love it when guys propose things that are like tailored for me. It means that they thought about it, even if it's not, you know, uh, super expensive, like maybe, you know, they got tickets, like $15 tickets to an art show. Mm-hmm. I love looking at art, you know, mm-hmm. like yeah. I would love to do that if, if I was, um, younger, especially like it's, it's totally reasonable to do that. Maybe you grab a coffee before you go in or like a tea and, and it's, it's not just a coffee date. It's like, okay, you're doing this. And then here's the activity and it's very intentional and mindful. Um, so like those live music is great. You know, there's so many things that you could do looking and seeing what's happening in your city or your area. I'm someone who likes, um, I need, uh, dialogue. So if, if a guy's planning a date um, and you're doing something like watching a show or a movie or something where you don't have a lot of time to like talk, make sure that you budget time or whatever, plan the date so that you guys actually do have that time. Cause that's really how you connect with someone um, is like talking and spending time with, with each other intentionally, not just distracted by, by other stuff. But like, that's why, for example, I like art galleries or like um, shows like music, because then you can talk about it after. And it's like point right. of discussion, especially art. Cause it's like, Oh, how do you interpret this? Or, you know what I mean? There's, there's a lot of kind of points of discussion and it fosters that dialogue a little bit more. It's yeah. the last thing I'll ask you, you know, you can go back to your day and you could keep knocking, you know, keep, keep being great. Um, <laughs> what is the goal with your TikTok? Is it to eventually start giving advice for money? Is it a book? Is it just, you just talking shit for fun? Like what's the goal? Um, that's a good question. I would love to do this full time, wow. like create content could, and share my ideas. Um, I mean, that would be a, just a dream. Like, like yeah, you said, just to talk, just to talk and make money. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think I've always had that in me that I wanted to, I love sharing my ideas. I love talking sure. to people. If I could monetize that, I would just be super happy. Uh, ultimately I would love a book deal. Like, and today you really can't get a book deal unless you have an audience. So they'll, they'll be honest on TikTok. Yeah. So I, I truly believe, you know, um, an audience is one of the most valuable assets that you can have in 2021. Sure. Yeah. So, we'll and I think if you data. have a thousand percent and it, like you were saying before, if you have a thick skin, if you have strong opinions, why not? And if you're creative, you're marketing minded, like it's just, you're perfectly positioned, you know? And I kind of had a, a, a realization a few months ago, especially like I I'm a marketing consultant and I help um, people build their businesses and I put, I get paid well, but like I'm putting all my time and energy into building an asset for other people. people. And like, at the end of the day, like I'm still at the behest of them and their schedule. And while I do all my own business, like I don't own my, and I own my own time because I can set my own hours. I still am dependent on clients, other people for my income. And I hate that so much. So building something where like, I'm the one in control of the asset and maybe one day it could be passive. Like I aspire to be a mother Mm -hmm. and a wife, you know, and, and so 
having an outlet for my creativity, um, and building an audience and sharing an important message, I believe needs to be talked about right now would be the dream. <laughs> um, and, and I feel like you'd be great yeah. because like, for me, I was way over here, mm-hmm. way over here. And I came to a middle, right? So I feel like yeah. really, really important because we can relate to both people. You can relate to a girl who's a feminist, you know, it's a girl, yeah. who's girl game and you can ma- maybe bring them to a middle. And I'm the same way. That's why this is called views from yes. the simp because I was a simp. Also Drake <laughs> has an album called views from the six. So it's, oh, it's Drake inspired. Love that. Uh, okay. Because he's views from the six and views from the simp makes sense. But Hey, stay on the air. I'm going to talk to you off, off camera, but Hey, I appreciate you having me on. I uh, having, appreciate having you on the show and hopefully one day you have your own show. Of course. No, thank you so much for having me. And um, this is great. And uh, if anyone wants to find me on TikTok or on Instagram, it's uh, at the Morgan May, or or you can go to my website, themorganmay.com. I have uh, my blog there and a couple of things you guys can dive deeper into. So thanks so much again. I really appreciate it. Awesome. Awesome.